Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus. My name is Michelle Piper, but you might know me as Kenneth Quinn. You know, the rootin' tootin' one. This Dungeons & Dragons podcast may contain fantasy violence and language, so maybe don't tell your mom about us, um, unless she's real cool. Our content warnings can be found in episode descriptions, so now that you've been properly warned, buckle up and crack a window, because it's time to start the adventure and witness D&D the way it was meant to be endured. All right, but, but not obese. The DM no, or not, not greatly not obese. Not obese or greatly obese. Volume test. Hmm? You don't pitch it to me. I just say that. You... Hey guys, that's good. Welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus. And that's the intro, I think. I wait. Hey, Will's getting ready to go back to school. Should he have the cold intro line? No, it's my Will, thing. Will, five, damn it. four, three, two. <laughs> Well, well done, Okay, Calvin, intro. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Coitus Silver, the less known Long John Silver sibling. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus, the most unprofessional D&D podcast you will ever hear. I, of course, am your DM, Calvin Piper, and this bevy of Bohemians plays D&D with me. Go ahead and introduce yourselves, guys. Someone else go first. You've got to Google Bohemians. Uh, I am Bohemian 1, Preston. Mm. Uh, I play Asmar Warlock named mm. Lucius Kane. Well done. I'm reading off a piece of paper right now. Uh... <laughs> I'm staring into the middle distance. God, <laughs> <laughs> it's audio format. They don't know that. This I think that's it. All right, that's me. I'm good. This entire episode is scripted. <laughs> uh, hi, uh, I'm Will. I play Aramir, the Leonin Bloodhunter. For now. For what do you mean for <laughs> now? <laughs> so ominous. I die today. Going out of order, I am TBD, the gem dragonborn fighter, level four, played by Matt. Do we even have him? If this is scripted, this is a really bad script. All right, (laughs) this is Drew, and I play Zeph, the gem dragonborn druid, level four. You're you're a dragonborn? Uh, draconian. There you go. What did what did I say? There's a typo in your script. Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who wrote no, this? No. Type, type on your script. What we're saying right now is part of it. So why do you write me to get it wrong? Just read <laughs> the teleprompter. <laughs> Doomed by the narrative. Oh, Hi, I'm Will, and I play Glyph Kazidi, Lizard Folk Artificer, level seven. 
why do you that say that right. with a question mark? Because it says so in the prompt. Because I mean, he's level six. <laughs> I mean, the prompt is going to prompt. Does, does not say level seven. Well, you mind what? Say, uh, I misread uh, mine. Mine's actually, I'm Aramur, I'm actually level 20. Of so. course you are. <laughs> what I drew, who am not reading a script that Calvin has written, oh, the great mighty Calvin, Oh, hail the great mighty Calvin. <laughs> um, what I think is the most interesting is how he can so well write us to speak over each other and the things that we speak over. And they that's sound incredible, so, isn't it? So natural. I don't want to intro myself. <laughs> <laughs> so this is awesome. Sorry, Will, you're leaving after this week, and we just pooped all over the intro. Spoilers, I was going to say that after everyone. No, then you should have written it after. I just, mean, just yeah. bleep, bleep all script. of what he said out. It's the first ever bleep in oh, all of gosh, the world. First ever it's like was. 10 minutes of dying. <laughs> yeah, uh, I will proceed to introduce myself. My name is Michelle. I play Kenneth. I'm a human and a ranger and a level six. Amen. Six and Amen. <laughs> I am Maddie B, and I play the uh, Dwarven Paladin Fulgrin. Cool. Who just realized he had some pretty cool powers that he yeah. hasn't been he using this whole time. That, that kid singer thing from YouTube. He used to be big. <laughs> Maddie like, B. Maddie, raps. Maddie B. Raps, yeah. <laughs> this is Maddie I, B. You have ju- you're just know. putting together that we have a celebrity on the podcast? You didn't know that? He's my age, so I... <laughs> Matt. Yeah, what are you yeah. saying? Matt's I'm, I'm, I'm 42. Can we have a <laughs> well, being famous. Damn it! <laughs> For all you listeners out there, I'm not 42. I am 37. And Sprite. Wait, how old? 37. You don't look it. Not what the script I thought you said 42. You look 42. That's what I think. No, no, wait. I say that I'm 42. No. No, I thought you were in your 20s. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stop calling me young. I wish. All right. We got to finish this before the old people have a bedtime. So let's go ahead and jump into episode 36 of the Godstar Chronicles. We're talking about Brandon. So the last time we were here, the party known as uh, United Indifference had successfully escaped the ancient laboratories of the Draconian Ordnance after surviving, for the most part, uh, traps and triggers. Uh, The party lost a few of its members before regaining them through some pretty uh, immaculate, uh, regenerative, uh, restorative experiments, uh, brought back the souls of some of their patrons and then escaped with barely their lives as they infuriated one of the uh, members of the ordinance uh, and basically just ticked Balefire off to the point where he uh, swore eternal vengeance. After escaping through a very uh, creepy, gruesome uh, pit of rejection creatures, uh, the party made their way through the under dark for mm-hmm. several uh, for a day or so, trying to make their way out before stumbling across uh, an old dig site where they found a few of the <laughs> older model dig. Uh, <laughs> I thought you said all thought you heard both. We thought we heard old dick site. <laughs> There's just a, a site where there's a bunch of yeah. old dicks. Retired <laughs> private investigator. Dick I play, site. I play dick site. That's what you wrote in the script. Damn Richard site. I see everything. Oh my gosh, that's why he's a private detective. Because he goes by dick. 
Richard Dick Sight, Private Eye. You're just now putting all this together? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a detective right now. Wow. It's my next rogue. The, the excavation site <laughs> where some older model automatons and remnants of the strange uh, manipulated magic rocks were. Uh, they picked up a half a robot after learning that it was still kind of active and decided to bring it along with them to see if they could extract more information from it. Uh, camping at the edge of the underground after coming out uh, finally from it, they bedded down for the night, woke up the next day, and came across a pretty terrible scene of several dozen corpses strewn about with a very vague yet threatening message left for them. Let's read the uh, note again. By... Got it? A certain individual. And that is where we pick up tonight, so... Can you reread that uh, letter for it? Oh, yeah, mate. I've got it uh, right here. Actually, we're kind of in a terrifying situation, and I don't think it's lost on me or the rest of us that this was, uh, I believe, nailed to a lizard. Any distraction... Yeah. Correct. It was uh, uh, it was embedded in uh, the top, uh, the skull of one of these creatures using what looks to be a part of a rib bone or a tooth or something, I just see. like embedded in the top. What, so what, what, what were those lizard creatures? Because I, I think I was gone on the, the episodes. Correct. So uh, you guys encountered a group of uh, what you we affectionately called glowskinks, some uh, electrically charged uh, uh, land lizards that had attacked you guys because you threatened their nest. Um, you quickly vanquished them and scattered them, um, but have now come to find a very large uh, group of them are now scattered about your... And there are other creatures other than just the glow skins, I want to be clear. There's, uh, yeah. like, the corpse of what looks to be some sort of, like, um, owlbear-esque creature, a larger kind of beast, um, some smaller creatures, wow. a, um, a deer, and some other... Uh, are they all charred, or are they like? Uh, some of them are. Some of them are ripped. Uh, the uh, the head of the owl bear is actually gone. It's m- uh, completely missing from it. Uh, there is a deer that looks like it's been opened from the from the rib cage. Uh, most of the glow skinks are either burned or uh, torn apart or uh, various, all in various kinds of ways, seeming to relay uh, obvious signs of. Can, can I do something horrifyingly in character? Real quick? I would ask for nothing else. Um. <clears throat> Lucius shrugs and says, when life gives you lemons, and I would like to roll mess and check to try to harvest what I can from... <laughs> yeah, so in the background, as Glyph rereads his gruesome letter, you can just see Lucius just picking up stuff, being like, shaking it off, being like, hey, Respectfully! I could, use, I could use that. I mean, respectfully for Lucius. Yeah, go ahead and roll a medicine check, and let's Hell see what yeah. we do. <laughs> right. <laughs> throw it out of the roll. Uh, 13. 13, yeah. Um, I would say... 14. 14, even yeah. better. Um, With guidance. Anything in particular that you're trying to harvest? Uh, I just, just... want to. Um, I want. I want some. I want to take some from the phosphorescence from like glow skinks or something. So I will say, you get a pound of glow skink scales. Uh, you get. You get what looks to be. What? <laughs> so let's go. You're really excited about that pound of. I love glow skinks. Uh, you get two. Uh, teeth from these creatures to incisor uh, about an uh, inch and a half uh, incisors uh, and you also gain one level uh, one set of claws so from like, one like, are, from, are these all parts of glow skinks? yes okay because you were looking specifically for glow skinks yes right? yeah so you can gain uh, those three items from your uh, you. medicine so, yep wait I thought you got the scales from a deer 
Uh, not in this country. That, you'd have to go. Are in the back in New York. Yeah, ba- yeah, thank you. Thank okay. you. Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> He's he's that down. He's looking good. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. <clears throat> Skill dealers are pretty badass, right? All right. He's so. writing it into the script again. Uh, yeah. I uh, I guess I can uh, reread this. Um, if you guys want to. Uh, hi, mate. Lucius, you. Yeah, you're good. Okay. We'll we'll cliff notes you. Um. So, uh, I see you've survived the horrors of the pit. You've proven to be harder to kill than I thought. I wanted to bring us back together, and I wanted to rebuild our race to make us more than a soldier, uh, more than an experiment. Emeraldi began this mission by making us better than other creatures, but he grew safe and showed weakness when he chose to hide us away instead of showing the world what we really are, a superior species. We could have changed the world together. We could have taken what our master started. I don't know. So sometimes I like would do a weird A. It said master. I don't think that's the word. Say it. Uh, taking what are... Uh, your voice is very fantasy. Yeah, that's like, fair. Uh, Mister, started and made us gods among men. But you made your choice. You took our sacred vessels and tainted them with inferior blood. Uh, sorry to be. We should cover your ears on that one. Uh, worse, you sided with <coughs> the weak, and the weak must be culled. Uh, the blood of these creatures is on your hands. Uh, the blood that will be spilt is on your hands. I will not fail in my mission. I will be stronger. I will be better. And I will destroy those who dare to defy me. Uh, sincerely yours, uh, Balefire. Does it really say sincerely? No, it actually says something way worse, but I'm not going to read it. The blood of these creatures is on your hands. The blood that will be spilt is on your hands. I will not fail in my mission. I will be stronger. I will be better and I will destroy those who dare to defy me. So it's not really a direct threat to <clears throat> us then is it? It's more like it's hey more don't like, defy me when I'm doing what I'm as, doing. As soon as he rereads there's like the blood of these creatures are on your hands. Lucius just at his hands and casts for hesitation. So it's yeah. more of like an existential kind of thing. Like I feel like I don't know uh it kind of is our responsibility. I mean, we had the opportunity to save him, but you, know, you yeah. could argue he didn't really want to be saved. I mean, to be fair, he also had an opportunity to save uh, these two people. It's also true. Uh, one of his brothers, babe, so... I mean, I pointed that out to him, and he actually just got pretty pissed. As far... So he's a hypocrite, then. As I'm concerned, uh, next time we see old, old Balefire, uh, it needs to be on site. He needs to... I mean, honestly, I think I'd agree with that at this point. I didn't think I'd say that before, but after, you know, at least a couple of days, I feel I mean, like, like... Oh, he made me promise to take him out as soon as he kind of lost it and turned into a monster. This looks like so losing it. Sick, yeah. Also, why didn't he just attack us? I'm assuming he, he didn't. This is what I'm saying. I mean, it's not quite, like he's out, hey. out to get us, it doesn't sound I think, like. I mean, no, he's quite literally sending a message. Yeah. Obviously, sometimes... Two. Sorry. Seth, like, I mean, obviously, he probably still cares about them somewhat. There's some part of that still existing. I don't think so. I no? think he's actually really pissed about the whole, and not like, covered Tabidi's ear holes situation. Uh, I'm just reading your mind, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that seemed to be kind of what uh, sent him over. You know, you said, the, the whole, like, uh, let me see if I can find the line. Um, uh, let's see. You made your choice. You took our sacred vessels and tainted them with inferior blood. Worse, you sided with the weak. 
I gotta say, so he has like a he has a, like a Darwinist perspective as well as like a like a dare I say it, eugenics. A little bit, a little bit of racism that. towards anything that's <coughs> not uh, scaled. I feel like. Um, yeah. Yeah. He seems like problematic fave for sure. I mean, he's he's definitely an issue. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I I mean. I don't know the first thing about tricking somebody. Um, Wait, are we doing I'm, that right now? Do no, no, no. I feel like if we fought him today, he'd probably I think, I think we're I think we're completely... I'm actually seeing like, what he did to those trappers. Yeah, mm. that's pretty gross. So, I think... He I did th- almost KO us. I mean, I, I killed the Lord of Shadows myself, but everyone else... Are there any tracks leading away? Oh, yeah, you did a great job with that. Make a... Make a... Survival track. I'm about this crazy Dragon Ball. Do we talk about our next course of action anyways? Get out. Not 20. Not 20? Big ones go. What? For a total of 23. You do see tracks. Very well hidden. Uh, attempting, definitely attempted to uh, disguise where they had come from, but you do see the uh, results of that uh, covering, uh, retreating from the camp. Alright, so here's my question. Do we need to go back down into the tunnels and uh, as we had said before, go and investigate those boxes that have been left down there we still have old uh, android over here, old half body. Uh, oh and yeah, that's yeah. Hey, there's something down there. I'm, and we I'm, have a bale fire that's that seems to be powering somewhere. things, and we need to worry worry about him staying powered up. I feel like maybe it might be a, a an uh, idea if we want this android to survive. So I it will might say, be a good idea to go down there and get it. I, I, I think I think that's a good course of action and also but like also I would <clears> say that my generosity has not been paying off because I'm broke as hell. And if there's any cool stuff down there for money so I can make more potions. I mean I, so here's cool. here's the thing. I'd be down to go down there and see what's what. I mean we're not probably ever gonna be back here. Uh, as far as uh Andreas here, if I had like a workshop and like a work table in like a 12 to 24 hour period of time, I feel like I could make something happen with him. Uh, so far, I've been able to like stabilize him so he doesn't just mm. immediately drain to zero. Um, but I think we do have a, a limited amount of time, though. Is there spare parts from his friends, anyways? Well, that... There is also his other half down there. Oh, then yeah, perfect. I mean, but I could always, I could make a bit of. I didn't know they get married. Almost <clears throat> nice. get married. Love that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I could make something. Uh, no offense, Emerald, but I could make something better. I mean, you look at Pothole. He's not really, well, you know, he's kind of an original concept. I, well, I think look at look at look at our friends. Our friends are original concepts too, and you. I mean, that that was pretty cool. You know, that was power of friendship. Though. So I think, I mean, Grace did. So it might it might. Behoove us to, if ever there was a time to go down there and do a little exploring. Well, now it's well, time. I, like, yeah. I feel like that might yeah. be a great idea, especially considering the fact that we know how to get out of there now. Yeah, it's not one of them things where we're just walking in and not sure what next about to happen. And I would say we put a cap on it. Uh, we don't want to be there. We don't want to necessarily waste time. Uh, of course not. I feel like we need to. F- I mean, for us, the only civilization we can go to is in the Bracelands. We can't really. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we've got to figure out how to safely get back home. So, uh, you know, I'd say, yeah, when in Rome, do the Rome. Are dwarves allowed in the brass hands? No. Hmm? Dwarves are not allowed in the brass hands? 
Not as far as you, I mean, you, you're not sure. Asks Thorgrim. You're more than welcome to ask. Is there any uh, dwarven cities nearby? Dwarven cities ne- nearby? Or like villages or anything? There's some places. I mean, there's. It's what. I, well, no, I'm just saying with Balefire. Make it a, might be a good idea to maybe get somewhat close so that you could go in and warn of a possible. I mean, there's, it doesn't even have to be dwarves. Like, I'm sure there's plenty of places that are, are even close. I mean, I just don't know exactly what share. I mean, we don't know what direction he's even going. So to think yeah, like anyways, a vampire, look around. Make a Thilver, make a survival check for me. Always doing that. Uh, I don't personally. I don't think Balefire is just going to go to the next closest village and blow up. I, I feel like he's probably going to go underground. No he's pun pretty intended. saying that, I don't think he's, that he's trying to get ba- He's going to get better. I think so he's going to build an army or something. Yeah. Like, he's intelligent enough to know that if he leaves a trail, nice. we'll find him. Uh, <laughs> it takes you maybe ten minutes of kind of walking around the area, kind of uh, leaving this kind of uh, this kind of open forest and kind of climbing a little higher to get a higher elevation before you see kind of a break in the forest and kind of get yourself <laughs> some some landmarks to pick out. You can tell two things. First of all, you were much deeper into Crocodar than you were originally. Whereas this took you maybe four-ish days to get into uh, to get to Vikfaron, you have traversed deeper uh, westward into Crocodar, uh, to where you are now probably close to six days from the border um, and to uh, Metal City. You also know you are now significantly closer to what is known as the Umber Hills. Uh, the massive uh, mountain range that spreads through a good majority of, of Krakodar and houses not only a few outposts and a few smaller uh, villages, but also houses Hofkasenjun, which is the capital city. Um, and you are significantly closer than you were, than you thought you were. Uh, but yeah, you know exactly where you are. Uh, you know that it would take you about a day's worth of good travel to get back to Vikfaron from here. Um, and then beyond that, again, it's a six-day travel back to the border um, or about eight days from here uh, through pretty dense forest to get to uh, the capital city. So we are close to the, to the dwarven capital city. Um, we're a little bit closer at this point after looking to the border. Again, we'd have to look around and see if there's anything... Um, <clears throat> if we can see which way Balefire might have gone well, and then I, decide if we even well, want to follow them. He went this way and I point at the tracks that I found earlier. He, yes, back to the direction of Vic Ferraz where the tracks lead. I think it makes sense for him to, to set up like, can we safely assume that like he's just going to set up base operations and make a giant uh, evil army of draconians or something? I would assume so, but yeah, that's... But that takes time. Yeah, this could take crystals. a lot of time. I mean, he's, there's the a lot of things... The insanity that I'm going to be short on, to so, be honest. Uh, fortune, I mean, so he did go back uh, into the lib, so I feel yeah. like I got the best of the notes as far as Emeraldy stuff, but he was able to get everything else, so he's got a good yeah. place to start. Um yeah. It will still take some time, though. Yeah, no, yes. it's it's gonna take him a, a minute. So let's 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 <clears throat> put a pin in that and focus on some good old adventuring with the pals and friends. Yeah, I think it'd be smart to grow uh, individually, collectively. You know, so that way if we do run into this, uh, you know, steam and sake of shit again, we're you know a, a stronger unit and able to you know work together. 
I hear what you're saying, and I, I think I agree. I just want it to be said, so it was said that he will never be weaker than he is right now. I know that's not very weak, so really it does make a lot much, much more sense for us to get stronger too. Yeah, for sure. For I sure. Mean, but to really concentrate on getting stronger because he's going to just get stronger and stronger. Oh, for sure. I mean, we're, we're going to encounter a lot of things in our There was ever a fourth wall break in D&D. It is that statement right there. That was like, very, we can like, leave them alone, but they are just going to get worse. And that was a very <laughs> a, well done. That is a very well articulated, like, but do you, you know, behind. And I feel like... That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, <Okay>. Calvin. <laughs> uh, like, on our travels and everything we're going to do, I feel like we're only going to find more stuff, more things. The, the thing is, is that, like, the gap, the distance in, like, the pure... Yeah, like, the, the, the distance of, like, strength between us and Balefire right now will be greater than us, like, us, even though, like, yes. there's a constant <clears throat> growth. I completely agree. What I'm saying is, I swore to him to take him out if he lost control and became a monster. That has happened. We yeah. cannot take him out now, so we have to get oh, stronger to I'll take think, him out. Yeah, I think we're I want to meet some new friends that are like really good at killing things too. Be really I mean, I just like accidentally trip into Dolgren's armor and clang clang. Oh, <laughs> whoops! That's hi, Mike. <laughs> no dwarves though. I really hate. Alcohol. So, what is the plan from here? Are you guys leaving this place? No more training rooms. I think. <laughs> I think we were wanting to go down Let's into the cave, like back the and then forward. Sure. Because mm-hmm. we're right there, I and mean, we're just outside of it. We might. Um, just, so I will need for the sake of this, because there's not a lot to do. Yeah. Uh, who's that for? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I will need. <laughs> let me get two individual. Let me get an investigation from somebody mm-hmm. uh, and a perception from somebody as you guys go back and down uh, into this case. Yeah. yeah. Y'all are fine. I only have plus three. Hey, my investigation's really high if you guys want to use my... I think, I think that's what we'll do. I'll, I'll I'm going to say that Zeph is distracted enough by these like, thoughts of destroying Bellfire that he's not terribly okay. concerned about the mine oh, anymore. So. Oh, oh, horrible. Oh, garbage. That's a... That's a an eight. What did you roll? Glyph got a 13. 13. Oh, a natural one. Uh, spending, <laughs> spending about an hour back down in the tunnels, you can see, uh, for the most part, given the little bit of light that you guys have as you move through there, uh, this excavation site has been, for what you can find, unfortunately, has been pretty well uh, mo- like searched through. Most of the containers and uh, barrels down there contain nothing more than just uh, remnants of stone and rubble that were pulled out of the excavation site. There seem to be a few small, almost uh, glass-like shards of miscolored stone uh, in there, but there may be, you know, maybe a fingernails thick uh, and very, very small, like, like almost chips. like, yeah, like chips of it, and nothing... Uh, you do find, I will say with a 13, you do find a couple more pieces of automatons, but you begin to kind of piece together that a majority of the ones that are down here were uh, disassembled or dismantled in some very splendid ways because there's never a full, like, automaton down here. Most of them have been destroyed in some glorious fashion. Uh, 12 is the only one who is actually intact to the point of functionality. And no, you can't find his legs. I have a question. <clears throat> so, does it look like um, 
like the first of all these like crystal shards what color are they are they like the same purple or uh they're more opalescent they're they have they give off different colorations is there like mining going on in this area for that specific stone there's house? equipment down here most of it is destroyed is there any remnants or anything like within the walls or maybe like I don't know, like Zeph will yell down Hey! Don't forget to check the hole where you see the the glowing coming out of. There was something down there. Yeah, we'll say that would have that been my first. That's all you find in it, actually. Okay. Like even uh, that, even okay. that shine was just ref- reflective okay. of just like like a scattering of like flakes oh. down Is there. Is there any charcoal down here? Uh, charcoal there is not charcoal down here. I'm just curious as to what MRL they wanted these for and why he couldn't go and get it himself. It's probably more. He's one. Is it because he wasn't? They couldn't touch it, or is it because? He just was busy doing other things. I think, we've, I think we've all handled the crystals. They also or been stabbed with them. Have you been stabbed with them yet? I've not. Crazy been feeling. They have uh, insane magical properties, like much like more pure magic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, uh, yeah, they. I got mauled by rats. Seem to react very well whenever you get hit by super them rats or like really touch them. I remember, remember the super rats? I do. I wonder if. Uh, <laughs> Dude, you were in that room for a long time. I don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah screw those <laughs> rats. <laughs> so there's there's nothing that looks like yeah, yeah. maybe could even be like yeah, a hint of a Tom. vein or something of these. Nope. Whatever was down here is not mm-hmm. here anymore. Can I take the crowbar of a handle and scrape walls? Sure. All right. Can I take a automaton hand? Okay. Can I have a automaton hand? There. You can have uh, the, the, the four fingers of a hand. Hell yeah. Can I? Are there any like uh, like attached to a hand? Uh, but yeah, just like four fingers. One of them. Are there any like, shut hands? off like automaton? Like there are no fully assembled. Or? Like automatons down here. It is literally uh, like battle droids after uh, a fight with the Jedi. It is just a scattering of parts. There's nothing fully assembled down here. The only thing that was fully assembled was 12, and that was because they were further away from the excavation site, and also uh, um, for some reason they survived. But they're the only thing that survived that is intact. Because I was going to check for like, I don't know, like torsos or anything that like you could find parts for nothing nothing down here that you could I mean you could find enough pieces of something to maybe throw something together but again it's all like you pick up a piece of something it clearly has been broken and you have no idea where a joining component would be to fix that okay um, it's like a bunch of Legos but no instructions <laughs> so uh, it would take you a while to gather a bunch of stuff if you want but again it is down here in ankle deep water in a very very dark uh, cave with a very very wide and deep crater in the middle of it. So, um, g- searching down here is not fun or easy. Okay. Well, Alright guys, I... this was a shit adventure. Sorry. No, that's fine. Can <laughs> I at least try to get it some of the little chips? Do we take some of those? Could I, like, get them in a handkerchief and, like, like, sure. sieve them? Alright, thanks. I mean, but it's better that we came down here and found nothing than we never well, came down crystals. here and never knew it was down here. I little guess. tiny chips, though. Can I have a little, can I have a little, can I have Yeah, some? you want to taste? Here you go. No, I don't want to taste. <laughs> I just want some crystals. Yeah. These chips brought to you by Guy Snacks of Kansas City. <laughs> Is that a thing? Guy Snacks, yeah. Their oh. Twitter's on fire. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, Shout out to Guy Snacks on Twitter if you mm. want to follow us at uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't support that. Hey, Glyph. <laughs> I don't know what Guy's Chips is. I'm not going to... They could be racist. 
I'll, I'll check. Okay. We might redact. Good. I don't think they're Fair racist, point. though. Or yes. eugenicists, as we have talked about before. Um, Glyph, wh- while you're checking out our new um, bodies, that didn't sound right. While you are investigating the glyphs and abilities that came with our mm. new bodies, do you think you could work out maybe could these crystal fragments enhance us further or maybe develop us a little more? We're kind of kind of weaselly right now. So I think my concern would be that uh, the only other one of us that really has a lot of crystals, more so than uh, glyphic writing, mm-hmm. that I know of is Balefire. So if you want to go off the deep end, I could probably stick some of these in your spinal cord. Well, I figured you would... No, no, not like... You're smart. You, you like, figure things out. I figured you would figure out a safe way to do it. Oh, I mean, I'd have to take... It's not like I could, in ten minutes, be like, oh, you know, we no, could probably... No, I, I didn't mean, assume it was. Okay, well, you know, I could, yeah. He's going to grab him by the face and just, st- just eye to eye. Look at me. Okay. It's me in here. Yeah, I'm. I mean, you're taller than me now, so I get it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. We cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. I've <laughs> <laughs> had enough. Okay. Uh, Kenneth, at some point, could I maybe use some of those chips? Not like today. Not at this moment. Everybody's but trying to get the grubby mess on my chips. We still, if you want to, like, investigate a bigger one. We still have the third. Large. It's crystal. also true. You know, if if we can get to a spot where I can really take time and you know, yeah, it wasn't saying like shove it in my chest. Well, I mean, it said like, hey, mate, I've got a vertebrae exposed. I'd love if you just slapped. I the feel crystal like it didn't it. actually sound like that, so, but that's how you heard person, it for sure. Smart, that's for sure. The smart person in my head kind of makes me somewhat smarter sometimes, and so that's why I can say big polysyllabic words like precedent. And so there's a precedent for glyphs working on the crystals. Mm. That's pretty cool. Safe. And I guess Do, uh, you can have some chips. Do the little like chips? Are they brittle at all? Mm-hmm. Do you think you could make a potion out of them? What? Do you think you could add these to a potion? Oh, I was gonna take. Like, I was gonna hope for that. Yeah, I was gonna hope some like talented person was gonna be able to turn it into like a component I need for a spell, but. Mm. We probably spent too okay, long I can, there. So here's here's the thing. We've got our little uh, Android fin here, uh, and then we're also looking at potentially figuring out what these gems might do for our fins here. I know uh, in Half Cars of Doom, we've it's in the mountain. We've we've dealt with gems. We've dealt with building things. We've probably got the supplies and things we might need there to make that happen, potentially. Well, we've been welcomed It's there. been a long while since I've been there, so I'm not sure. Yeah, we, but, we probably can't, uh, yeah, since we're not supposed to be here yeah, It's the anyway. biggest thing. I mean, what, we're supposed to be here? Yeah, we're no. not dwarves. No. We had to sneak across the border. Where are we? I'm messing with you guys. Oh, Can I roll to remember and see if any... Because, I mean, I've got... Obviously, got clan there and stuff. Yeah, but I potentially know if there you would is know. someone on the outskirts that I could maybe sneak them in and be able to use. Sure, and you you would know for those things so like that. The, the interesting thing about Crocodar is that this is the land of dwarves. All dwarves come from here. Most dwarves reside in the Umber Hills, in the capital city and surrounding cities of it. Um, 
there are not many that roam beyond the cities, obviously, because that's their source of, like, income and their source of work and all that stuff. Um, you do know that Karkadar is also home to many other uh, races. Uh, there are a few others. There's humanoids that live further to the north, um, also to the south, uh, closer to the uh, the Black Sea. Um there's a couple other uh, types of you know there's uh, there's lizard folk that live deeper in the forests. You know that there's um, orcs and uh, ogre, all kinds of creatures that live here uh, in Crocodar. They're just all very spread apart and almost never come in contact with each other. Um, but when it comes to bringing humanoids of any shape and size to Hofkas and June, uh, that is a very trepidatious thing because of the steel treaty, uh, specifically with uh, the King of the Dwarves and the Union. If there was the potential for any of these party members to be discovered to have come from the Brasslands, there would immediately be repercussions of that, obviously because the Dwarves do not want to break the treaty. Um, They're not keen on upsetting the balance right now. Um, So a and obviously, if Thulgren wants to elaborate, if you want to elaborate on the treaty, you're more than welcome to, and I can kind of give him a brief overview. Yeah. Sure. So basically, as you guys travel, uh, Thulgren will relay to you guys that the Steel Treaty was made. Uh, give me just one second. I'm going to pull up the data so I don't get it wrong. Um, uh, so when the Union was first uh, born, a few years after it was born, there was many, many conflicts across uh, a, a non-withstanding, a non-existent border uh, of the men of the Union trying to gather materials and irons from uh, Crocodar, which is very mineral-rich in a lot of its mountains. And obviously, the dwarves of Crocodar fought back because it was their lands that they were being uh, imposed upon, and that was when uh, a very long and drawn-out battle between the two nations began, and that is when, uh, if you're from the Blessings, you know that uh, Fort Blackhold was the str- the last stronghold uh, along the uh, the road, um, and then Fort Gimli on the other side was the other was the Dwarven stronghold, and that was where a lot of battles were fought in this probably three mile no man's land. Um, and basically, there was back and forth for many, many years, a very great loss on both sides. Um, and then the Steel Treaty was formed shortly after the first uh, Brass Lord came to power and began to set things in motion. Um, the stipulations of the treaty were very, very simple. There was absolutely no crossing of the border for either uh, nation in order to just not have to worry about uh, emissaries or miscommunications. It was simply, we do not cross each other's borders. Um the Union pays Crocodar um, a fee for a small shipment of brass iron every few months, which is then delivered to the No Man's Land and then is picked up and then brought to uh, Metal City, which you all saw the very uh, security-heavy transportation of some deep iron um, as it was brought from the Noma- from the fort back to uh, Metal City, the large kind of arcane-locked steel uh, carriages that you saw when you guys landed. So good question. Um, uh, so the the verbiage of the treaty says people from a particular area, uh, com- or is it just humans out citizens of the Brasslands? Cool. So since I'm from Uldal, so is that that a- that's where we get a little tricky because obviously yeah. you can claim to be a Udalian, yeah, but you would know there is no 
There is no uh, representation of citizenship from Udall. No, nah, we preach it, though. Yeah, there is no way to say, like, hey, here's my passport. I'm from Udall. Udallians don't carry anything like that. Uh, citizens of the Brasslands would, so the Draconians would have something to indicate them as uh, soldiers of the Brasslands. Uh, Kenneth, you would know there is a, uh, there. you have a uh, small scroll that would indicate your citizenship of uh, citizens of the Brasslands and the, its outlying regions. Not anymore. Uh, <laughs> I've eaten this. Um, <laughs> uh, but also you are, you are very, you are also from a, a well-known, you know, outlying city, so it is not hard for someone, it would not be hard for someone to put two and two together. Um, but yeah, the stipulations are simply <clears throat> nobody crosses the borders, doors don't come over, the citizens don't come over, and that is how it is. And the union pays a small fee. Um, the dwarves are uh, the dwarves are left alone as a result. With uh, two gifts being exchanged at that point, the uh, brass lord being gifted a uh, set of black steel armor, and the dwarves being gifted with uh, gunpowder. Uh, I guess this was many many years ago. Um, and so that's the that's the official statement. Uh, the other thing that Thulgrim would then relay to you guys is that the dwarves also have a backup plan, which is that in the Umber Hills there is a uh, there is a inactive volcano known as uh, Rogastrunma, which is basically the Angry Hill. And if the Union ever breaks their treaty and threatens violence against the dwarves, the dwarves would activate the volcano and submerge their city under the mountain uh, to seal themselves off completely. Which is why most dwarves stay within the Umber Hills as part of that safeguard. So if they ever needed to retreat to the mountains and seal themselves away from the world of men, they could do so pretty seamlessly. But that is the what's known as the Steel Treaty. <clears throat> So being that I'm of the line of uh, the Hammer Lord, and at one point he was uh, well, very well known, would I have have a voice there at all? You would. Uh, it's not to say that you couldn't present your case to the king, and maybe try to get him to make an allowance for it, but bringing them into the mountain is probably not probably not the smartest move, just because you would have to be like, wait, I can explain, as they're clearly surrounded, apprehended, and then held under suspicion <laughs> for many, many reasons. So, um, here's, here's so the you theme. could, it would just require you all to get there and be very, very stealthy to get there. Um, or, so, yeah, that's... So here's it. the thing with Beofire. It all depends on what kind of threat you think he might amass I feel like eventually we might be able to get some help from that city and I don't believe that that would fall on deaf ears so it depends too on how long we want to let Balefire amass whatever he's doing because then it could potentially become a problem for both sides can we, can we make it someone else's problem? As in, like, hey, there's a brass, there's a there's a brassland. Oh no, but that would be a violation of the steel treaty and all Here, that stuff. Uh, there's also the question of like, if you let them know about his existence, and I mean, we saw what Balefire did whenever it was somebody else's problem, and he 
burnt them all down in that village. Yeah, but beyond that, right now, it's like saying, hey, there's a snake over there in the grass. And then people go in the grass, and he's like, we don't see a snake, mate. There's no snake. You know, we don't really know where he's at, where he's going to be. But, so, you Even know. This is true, but I don't think you walk over there and just go, oh, this is a snake. No, that snake just well, destroyed an well, entire lo- village. Yeah, but there's That's a log in snakes being in, in this country at all. And the fact that they found a snake means that they're going to activate the angry hill. Yeah, and, yeah. who's to say they don't be like, oh, there's a, an existential threat? Cool. No, there's not. And they, you know... Well, even even then, like, we're talking about, like, this is this entire operation, everything that happened, happened in Dwarven soil, which is already, like, and also funded by the Union. Another problem, right? And so they find out about that. They find out about the, the ties and all that other shit. And then Boomger City is, you know, the, the steel treaty is broken. And that's a problem. I think it might this too? it might behoove us for at least the time being to uh, I don't know not put him out of our minds but not make him the forefront of the conversation. Let it go very long. Let it go very long. Well, like the less so- time for him to mess something and become a much bigger problem. We- and then now you've got to try to get both sides of the border actually talking and working, which is going to be much harder. I don't think it's worth the goddamn effort to go find him right now. Thank you. I would agree. Fair yeah. enough. I don't think it's necessarily either. He, he's going to come back bigger and stronger. I ain't worried about it. We're going to come back bigger and stronger. And if I know anything about that slippery little guy, he's probably going to show up at some point causing trouble. It'll just be our job to handle it. And I think we can do that. But I don't think he's top on the list of priorities. Also, if he becomes a problem on his own, like we don't present this case to something else, it's way easier to make a case that he's not associated with any faction and that he's just a rogue element. That is fair as well. Uh, personally, Why are we so intelligent right now? I know That's that, crazy. I don't yeah. know. I know that uh, personally, <laughs> I think we'd like to kind of right this wrong uh, in the end. Yes. So when he does surface or, you know, show his stinking carcass, I feel like I think it'd be good for us to be the ones to take care of it. For sure. Agreed. I, yeah, I think. Oh, I will end him. Yeah, but that's not that's not where we're nice. at right now because right now he's we don't know where. Do no. we? Don't Again, know I don't think so. it needs to be done. No, right I never there. gave him like a time frame of when I'd end him. Oh, for sure, yeah. You know, yeah. kind of like the six fingered man thing. You know, it took like thirty years. Right. Yeah. I don't think it needs to be done right now. I'm just saying I wouldn't necessarily wait people. a long time either until it becomes a problem yeah, so that we, we can't handle. anything about it, I promise that uh, probably drop yeah. most of the stuff going on. Yeah. What were you saying, Tabidi? I'm just saying we don't have to make it anyone else's problem, but we can tell people to be on the lookout. Don't we have connections after the, 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 the common I think mm-hmm. it's more of like Maybe. a, you know, if we, if we establish a reputation, then people will know, hey... There's some weird shit going on. We should probably holler at United Indifference because they're kind of good at the weird shit. Let's yeah. get back home. Put out an APB. Yes. I like them. About old parties. Problematic. Balefire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. APB. I, it might not even An be. all points bulletin. Hey, wh- what, what if oh, in theory we didn't do that at all and we just waited? We could keep our ear to the ground. Let's let's get home. Let's let's yeah. I feel, start. I feel let's like start. Just I think we're talking about stuff that we like. That's not already gonna happen. Like yeah, I think yeah. for the first time in my life, uh, I'm advocating not talking and kind of just listening. Okay. You know, yeah. like we don't even be like, hey, if you see any weird dragon stuff, holler at us. It's like no, 
someone will definitely say I mean how many problems that weren't ours have people brought to us for us to take care of well that's how we, that's how we make money exactly so it's just hey there's a crazy guy burning stuff yeah there's other shit going on well, other stuff going on so yeah. I Sorry. even brought a problem to you at one point see exactly and then he stayed with us for like I 10 sessions I don't know why what's a session exactly I guess it was more of like I was it was here, and then we just left, and then yeah. I was with the group. That's it. So, I guess the question would pose itself. Do we want to go do Thorgren's thing, or do we just want to beat feet back home? I want to beat feet back home because I feel like with Thorgren stuff, and like, no disrespect, I feel like that's a lot of strings, and that's a lot that's of fair enough. That's fair enough. And I feel like we're ill-equipped to deal with that stuff, and I'm not... Politically apt. I also, will say, hiding one person is hi- is better than hiding uh, like a bunch of people. Also true. Creepy guy lying. What are the odds that we get like some kind of clemency and are able to kind of operate on this side of the border though? Because you know what's really cool. What? What? Being able to use magic. Oh yeah. You know. I still just do that anyways. Yeah, but it's different. You've got jurisdiction. <laughs> well, yeah, we've got to... Yeah, we really haven't paid much attention to that law. Yeah, yeah but it's going to catch up with us. It's almost caught up with us. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I hear what you're saying. We already did multiple times. Okay. Yeah. Well, you did have a party member arrested for it, but, you know, that's whatever. <laughs> so, well, yeah, now they're here. So, she tried to explode their brains. As you guys are... I'm going to assume a lot of this conversation is during travel. I yeah, need well, to ask, where you what going? direction are you going? I want to go back. To, I'm going to vote towards... Weast. Uh, <laughs> is it north? I mean, it's, cl- it's, cl- it's, it's closer to the border. So, are you trying to go back over the boulder? Yeah, border? how about you go past the I believe, it's, I believe it's west. I want to say it's west. Yeah, like I remember on the map, like it was the Brassland. Yeah, west. You guys would be heading west yeah, back to. There is a map. Why'd I put it in the big LTV because it used to be LTV? It was, it was on the TV at one point. Yeah. Uh, I haven't printed it out because I can't print it on paper. On the, my paper, it sucks. But mm. I hope to one day have it on like an actual like map. Come in on a Saturday yes. morning at work and print it all on, oh uh, yeah, I could do that too. Yeah, you did print. Redacted. I, I, need, I still need to get, like, a login to do that. Matt so has to access to a big printer. Gmail to yourself. Uh, I printed you so many, that? like, DMV documents at work. Redacted. <laughs> sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you guys are heading back to the border? Yes. All right. I, I want to. All right, Fulgren, I need you to make a uh, survival check to lead them back. You have a D4 on that. Oh, great. Add a D4 to that very low number. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great, it's two more. Five. (laughs) I love when the dice tell my story for me. So making your way (laughs) back, you guys travel for about a day. Uh, back east-ish? Hard to tell. Uh, you immediately forget where you are as you start making your way into the forest. You're like, I don't remember any of this. Uh, even even uh, using kind of Oromir's direction to kind of triangulate where Vic Ferran was. And I, I guess you're avoiding Vic Ferran, I'm going to assume? Yeah, probably taking a, a berth around. Guys going around Although, Vic Ferran? Hey, the closer you are to danger, the farther you are from home. So From home? No. Yes or no? No. Okay, so we're avoiding Vic Fron? Yes. Okay, so that will definitely add to the struggle there of, like, you avoided Vic Fron, but you kind of went too hard one way, and you're like, crap, now I don't know where I am. Vic Fron's so also landed. after about a day, a, a full the day of travel. one thing I had to freaking do is uh, down Full day of travel, kind of going in a direction. Yeah. The next day, feeling like maybe you're going in almost the opposite direction. Not really sure what's going on. Okay. Um, that day comes to an end. Nobody's said anything, but you definitely are starting to feel a little lost. 
uh, as night begins to draw to the end. You guys are getting ready to look for a place to bed down as the sun has now dipped uh, below, not below the horizon, but it's dipped below the tree line, the blue of the sky, now a very vibrant orange. The sounds of the forest beginning to die down from the constant bird calls and animal uh, screeches, now kind of this dull roar of like crickets and other creatures getting ready, the night creatures beginning to wake. Um, also, some night creatures beginning to wake. I'm kidding. Um, uh, as you guys are, are you? as you guys are moving through uh, a, a kind of a kind of a stony ridge line that you guys have been traversing for about uh, an hour or so, kind of like a small hiking path through this line of stones, um, you come across a little bit of an outcropping that looks out into the forest that, more recently than not, has been cleared, uh, cleared by. <clears throat> looks to be like human tools. A lot of trees have been felled. A lot of areas have been cleared of brush uh, and debris. And setting uh, about a quarter mile uh, into the forest, you can see what looks to be uh, a pretty decently sized uh, fort set up with wooden walls, uh, the logs set, in, set into the ground with a sharpened... Uh, tips kind of lining the top of it, giving it a, not an imposing uh, view, but definitely a fortified view. Um, hard to tell who's in it or what's going on, but you can definitely hear the sound of uh, fires and even voices uh, talking and conversating through uh, the outer wall of this uh, May I make a perception place. check? So uh, if you see, could, uh, well, get closer, you're more than welcome to. I might even get shot with the ballista bolt if I get closer. Wait, hard is to tell. it... Is it nightfall? Is it like it's getting it's getting there? Just uh, stick I'm talking to the shadows. Hey, I'll, I'll hand him my uh, spyglass, and I'm like, hey mate, uh, you don't gotta get. To... I mean, he doesn't know how to cast a spell with it, so it's make like a make a perception check if you'd like. Okay, does that give him any help with the spyglass? Sure. Yeah, one, it reduces, after I show him how to flip it, it reduces around, the it reduces the DC, obviously because of being so far away. Okay. Okay. It looks so far away. <laughs> it's such a tiny fort. Was this a fort for ants? No, no. Preston, you don't have to put your eye over. The, okay. I, like, I like gaming, Preston. <laughs> That's twenty. Yes, uh, a twenty. Very yes. nice. Um, looking through, you can see that it definitely you. is. Uh, it, you can see there's definitely individuals manning uh, the walls uh, in more of a sentry-like uh, fashion, just kind of keeping watch. Um, there doesn't seem to be a heavy military presence. A few individuals, the sentries look like they have uh, <clears throat> helmets that kind of glint in the evening uh, sun and uh, can I discern, spears. Uh, like the, like can I discern if they are dwarven or if they are hard to tell from a quarter mile distance. Okay. Unfortunately, even with the twenty, All you right. can definitely see there are individuals, and it does look to be a pretty well si- uh, sized place, but you would have to get closer to determine what's in there or what's going on. So, it doesn't look too heavily fortified. It just looks like a fort. Um, if I were going to vibe check it, I would say decent vibes, for sure. Hey, does it look like it's a human endeavor? Or like, maybe shorter humans? Like dwarves? It's hard to discern. It's hard to tell. How big are the beards? Um... I will give they you. Vary. I will give you this. It's not going to help you, but I will say they look like humans. There does not seem to be any uh, offsetting factors. There doesn't look to be like horns or. They wings look like dudes. Or, yeah, it looks to be pretty basic humanoid uh, shapes. Pretty basic humanoid Fulgren, shapes. are we in dwarven territory or union territory? Should I make a check? Because I don't know right now. We're lost. Uh, <laughs> you're pretty sure you're in dwarven territory. 
You don't know what this is, though, because, again, most dwarves reside in the Umber Hills. So if these are dwarves, you're not sure what they're doing out here. Well, I can propose this. Maybe... Pass- but not, not in an alarm way. You're just like, I, wouldn't, I don't know why they would be out here. Because most dwarven parties are uh, pretty mobile and move to and fro. So to set up a more permanent place would be obviously for something you're not privy to. But again, you've been gone for a while. So you there's things you don't know yet. So there's a lot would of you like to you know. face and just go up there? That's a safe bet, right? That's fine. I'll, I'll walk up there. Okay. Or we could just pass without a trace, get around it, and keep booking it. We don't know where For we are. For another hour? It's or... really up to you guys or what you feel. I don't it's know. Up to you. What? I have no qualms with anyone. If we want to go past, that's fine with me. I just don't want to get up into something that we're not prepared for or send somebody else into something they're not prepared for. Well, at any rate, we perhaps should pass without a trace and get closer to examine it more. And if, if it's nothing we want to yeah. have an interest in, we walk on by. That's good. Done. I like that. I will yeah, scoop up a little bit of there's dirt. There's nothing to say that we can't get a little bit closer Put and be a little, a little more. Hey, do we all need to go or should we just take the people that are actually stealthy to kind of just go suss it? I'm covering dirt already. Well, everybody. Is pretty stealthy right now. Did you cast it? Yeah. You didn't uh, feel that? You didn't see that? The forest floor? Was- no. Actually, I've felt that in a way that I've never felt it before. I think I can do it now. Oh, can you? Oh, thank nice. God, because I'm tired. This <laughs> is <laughs> tired of smearing shit on these clowns. Yeah, because she doesn't, I mean, you don't really cast it. You just kind of make them all look a little more, you kind of Arnold Schwarzenegger, everybody with mud, and be like, all right, now you're harder to see. You, <laughs> me, bro. <laughs> Get this I, I roll the dirt. <laughs> now again. Um, okay, so if, uh, who, is, who is moving stealthily, who is not? I'll move stealthily. If anybody isn't. I think we should all move. If it's just going to be somebody else. A couple of people. go by if it's nothing interesting. We're just moving. Full party moving quietly? All right, let's do some stealth checks then. Addy. Adding plus 10 because it passed without a price. I will guide myself. I rolled an 8. That makes it a 28. What is it? Plus? Whoa. Plus 10. I'm so bad at this. disadvantage. 19. All right. <laughs> Kenneth. 28. Glyph. Huh. 30. Uh, and also, uh, Pothole had a total of... Um, you didn't know that. Uh, 13. Uh, 23. 30 and 23. Right. So, uh, Fulgren. 19. Uh, Zeth. Natural 1. <laughs> Tabidi. 15. That's with a plus 10. Didn't you get it? Well, yeah, what is your total? One. Just, I want to know what your total is. 12. It is, okay, so the 12. But it is, it is very with natural 1. Thank you. Uh... Lucius. 18. 18. Natural one. <laughs> oh! Jesus, Pete. Total yeah, of 13. I think he... It's since he, first court, since he, he felt first it court, so much when she did that, I have to actually roll for this one because all of them were offset. He's just like... Um, stumbling through the forest a little bit, uh, at one point actually scaring up a little uh, group of grouse uh, from the oh. from the forest floor, just like as they fly away. Uh, <laughs> yeah, grass. That's the sound of their wings when they beat. Have you never heard that before? No. Oh, okay. It's like Doctor Zoeber. Uh, it's like they make a little like whoop, whoop, like a whooping sound as they flap because they fly out of the. I don't know. I don't know. I've been hunting before. Um, as you guys, oh, you birds. do you do scare. I up thought they were like grouse? Oh, groundhogs. Yeah, me too. Me too. I thought they were groundhogs too. What? Yeah. Uh, I like dumbass. A bunch of spiky things going. Hey man, Woo! this is this is fantasy world. Anything can be fantasy world. Yeah. These grouse are, here are. It's groundhogs. a medium to large game bird with a plump body and feathered legs. The male being larger and 
more conspicuously colored. Stop reading off your. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Avatar style. That was it's my a groundhog with wings. <gasps> yeah. oh, that makes so much sense. It's a what? It's like instead of a. It's, it's like a. It's a. It's a ground grouse. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a no. It's the the words of the word was a grouse hog, ground hog, like grouse hog, hog in a in a goose. It's a chimera, goose hog, and so it's a grouse. Yeah. Ooh, a ground hog and really a goose. Good. A ground hog and a goose. It's a grouse. It's a I like grouse. it. I like it a lot. Okay. just walking and hitting no. grouses. So as you guys get uh, closer to this, you Somebody can see uh, nobody. Nobody seems to peak interest, and you can see as you get closer, um, the main kind of doors of this place are open. What? There do seem to be individuals kind of moving uh, in and out of the walls themselves. There are a few sentries lining. Uh, the closer you guys get, as you kind of weave throughout the underbrush and some of the larger trees on the outskirts of this place. Um, the first thing you definitely notice is that they are, uh, it definitely feels very dwarven. Uh, you can see most of the individuals are uh, of shorter stature um, and definitely are talking. Uh, any of you who can speak dwarvish can clearly hear them uh, calling out in uh, uh, dwarvish language. Um, but it does not, again, it doesn't look to be a fortified other than just like I said, the, the wooden walls and uh, an interior uh, that you can hear at this point now that the sun is now kind of dipped uh, past the the horizon at this point has now started to turn the orange sky into a very dark purple. You can hear the sounds of individuals uh, talking and laughing, and you, as you guys get closer, you hear the ding, 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 and people are starting to hoop and holler uh, as the sounds and smells of what sounds to be like the evening meals being prepared and served. Um, I'm tired of But grass. as you guys are kind of hiding out in the underbrush here, uh, you have not been noticed, so the choice is yours. You can continue on, or you can I want see what friends. you want to see. I want to meet more people. I think this is... We continue for... I should probably move forward. We should <laughs> continue forwards. Uh, I don't think we should talk to them. No people. Is there any, like, uh, signage or anything that says what the name of this town was to help us kind of market or help Fulgren, like, find wayfinding or anything? No? Hey, uh, I will say, I mean, if we wanted to be super direct about this, uh, Thulgren is a dwarf. We could send him in and be like, hey, where am I? I mean, we could just ask him, hey, mate, you want to go in and maybe grab some dinner and see what you can figure out? I mean, it might be weird, me just walking in there out of nowhere, but... I'm alright with that. Okay, so you but start, you head in? <clears throat> if everybody else want, is in agreement to that, I'm I, not I don't gonna, think it's a bad I'm not going to go in and stir up potential things if you're not wanting to stir up potential things. I mean, maybe just find out where we are and how close we are to getting back home if you can. Maybe a map or something. It might not be that easy. Alright. I'm not so. sure exactly what they're doing. They could be doing a million things. You're right. I would think that I'd be welcomed there, but I don't know exactly uh, what I'm walking into. You know, I'm happy that I'm in. Well, I can't guarantee that they're just gonna, they're just gonna offer me dinner. How about this? You're like a king, right? If something goes off or goes sideways, we'll just go back home. Have Vinny scream. We'll hear it. The doors are open. We can go in there and kill everyone. I'm right. kidding. I don't want to kill people. Oh yeah, enough. I, like I said, I'm, 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 I'm all right with going in there. Yeah. I just want to make sure everybody else is I'll, I'll slap him on his dwarf bottom and like, girl, if you're all right with it, you, you hit the bill, you're going to be light. Um, hand is broken. At this yeah. point, shattered. Zeph is like, actually, you know, I should probably go with him. I, I can try to disguise myself as a dwarf. Okay. Can you do that? Can you turn up? 
He shits out an iron ingot. <laughs> <laughs> is it crapping? He, he, as he strains and strains and strains, doing what he used to do to, to like become, you know, change his shape. All of a sudden, you hear a pop, and in his place is a mastiff. How long does that last? That's Two hours. Nice. I think well, maybe it's one hour. But he de- he doesn't know this actually. How long? Uh, no, he cannot. Uh, obviously, masses don't speak, so he just kind of barks. But he can't understand. Hey, some uh, druids. And he tell it. He's psych- oh yes, because he's <gasps> a psych- because he's a psychic dr- uh, draconian. He Yo, can. That's a big way yeah, so basically, you can hear that's in his really head. Cool. You can hey, hear him in your head. This combination is so broken right now. Like even at this low level, like. I'm not supposed to be able to fly, but I have gem wings. So you can make any creature so fly. So I can make fly. any creature fly. Flying Drew, so most druids, when they start to wild shape, they will add like a flavor of their character to everything they wild shape into. Do you have something that distinguishes you in a mastiff form versus yeah, any other run-on-mill Oh, completely Come on, white, okay. pearlescent mastiff Ooh, with, nice. with like... Just featureless white eyes. It's just like pearl orbs. Ew. He does not blend in. He sticks out like he's like he glows. You, you, you probably could have just been a dragon and you've been less conspicuous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Thorburn steps out yeah, into he's the gonna have to uh, work on that. and begins to walk towards the uh, fortress or begins to walk towards the the fort. Um, as he approaches, you get about eh, maybe about sixty feet from the doors. Uh, as you hear the sound of uh, two individuals uh, talking above uh, the balcony, there two of the looks to be the sentries, and you hear one of them. He's like, "Yeah." At that point, I was like, "If you try to, oi!" And they both lean over and like look over the the balcony down at you. What's she doing? Here? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. I gotta ask you the same thing. <laughs> no, I asked you first. <laughs> I asked you second. Well, you got me there, man. <laughs> do, I, do I answer first or do I answer second? I think you should ask, answer first. Right, answer first. Oh, yeah, sure, right? Isn't You're the owner of the house. It's customary. It sounds like a real Stanley Shunpike situation. Oh, yeah, it's, that's right. Oh, all right. So, um, I'm here because I'm, I'm I'm one of the guards. My, my name's Levy. What's, what's your name? The name's Thorgren. Thorgren? I don't, I don't know Thorgren. Do you know Thorgren? Oh, I don't know Thorgren. You we seem don't... to be doing a great job guarding things. What what, well, what, well, what are you guarding? Well, this is, this is, this is Fort uh, Hanover. For who? 
Fort. <laughs> 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 Man, it's Fort. Fort Hennevar. It's the name of the fort. It means it means forest. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> forest. Do you not? Do you not speak Dwarvish? I do. I have so much. I'm not even right. that. Zeph, absolutely. I can understand. You're all the way up there. It's at this point that, outside of the conversation, you all hear them talking just in Dwarvish. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think Hogwarts right. speaks Dwarvish. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm going to um, look back at you and go, I don't speak Dwarvish in your head. <laughs> uh, meanwhile. <laughs> right, so I've answered your question. So, what were you doing here, Thulgren? Just taking a stroll with, with, with my dog here. Would you like yes. to, Would you like to pet him? That's a pretty dog. Are you all alone out there? I'm. Um, right. But what are you doing out in the woods alone? Walking around, taking a stroll, checking out the the stars. Strolling. Yeah, yeah, quite pretty. What you smell, want? It smelled. I, honestly, I came walking up. It smelled like you guys are cooking up a great dinner. Something. Oh, there it is. That's, that's the. That's Gobby. He makes a great. He makes a great stew. He's making dinner for the, the whole the whole fort at this point. Uh, you you want to come in? Out of, out of curiosity, would would Gobby be willing to make me an, an extra plate? Of course. Of course. Your dwarf dwarfs are all welcome. Are uh, you? Want, yeah, you're more than welcome to, to come in to get rest your feet if you need a place to sleep for the night. It's getting dark out there. If you want to head on, you're more welcome too. That'd be great. All right. Yeah, head on in. I'll, I'll let him know. And he turns around and like you hear him trotting away down the wood planks. Uh, the other uh, dwarf has been sitting the whole time, just kind of scratching his beard, just kind of like just does a nod. I'll nod right back to him. All right, that's mad respect. All right, uh, so you're free to you're free to enter. All right. Um. <laughs> All right, he says to the DM, "I've heard you." <laughs> Um, okay. So I guess you... I'll follow him. Yeah. Over and try uh, just uh, go, as you step through the, as you step through the door, uh, you can see uh, that uh, Lenny makes his way down and now is uh, standing at the door, is kind of waiting for. You. He's like, "All right, you all come in. I'll show you around, introduce you to some people. Uh, let's head this way." And so he starts taking you into the fort, and you can see it's a pretty well, pretty decent fort. There's uh, there's stables, there's bunk houses. There looks to be um, looks to be the, the kitchen, looks to be almost like a tavern of some sort, because obviously dwarves have taverns wherever they go. Um, and most individuals are sitting out at like long tables that run across the majority of the courtyard uh, through here. Uh, and there looks to be probably a hundred or so dwarves in this uh, encampment. Um, all of them gathering food, gra- gathering drinks, beginning to talk and drink and have a, have a pretty good, you know, evening meal. You hear the sounds of... Uh, uh, instruments being played and laughs being, you know, jokes being cracked um, as Lenny is just kind of pointing out everything. He's like, yeah, we've been here for a couple months now. We set up camp here and been uh, working. We've got some devils uh, taking shifts throughout here, going throughout the land, and uh, a couple soldiers to keep us safe. But, uh, yeah, we just follow our orders and, you know, that's what we do out here. All right. Who, who runs this crew? Who runs this crew? Um, our leader's name is, uh, is uh, 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 Nineveh. But he's uh, he's not here right now. He went back to actually he went back to the capital city. Uh, he's uh, he was talking to the said he had to, to 
talk to the council or something about something. Um, but yeah, that's where he went. So uh, we're we're here just waiting for him to return, and uh, should be back in a couple of days. All right. Um, well, well, see, the thing point. is, is I was actually getting ready to meet some friends uh-huh. a little bit earlier on. Yeah. Um, would you be all right if they if they came in? Oh, you got you got friends. I was going to meet them just a wee a wee bit down the road. Oh, yeah. Would you mind if I sent sent my my dog to run back and grab him? Oh, well, here's your problem. Yes. All right, I'd, I'd be Mario. Your friends are welcome. All right then. Do you go? Oh, uh, at this point, Zeph turns to him just because the talking has been going on for so long, and he just says, roo, 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 while messaging, I don't speak dwarven. I don't speak dwarven. <laughs> I've got no idea what you've been saying. You'll have to talk to me in common. Uh, Or draconic. uh, Or druidic. (laughs) Or dog. (laughs) Or thieves can't? What? (laughs) So we're going to sign into the dog. (laughs) Dog's like, like, it's just that blood sign that everyone did in middle school. Or if you're telepathic. Turn around and I guess just scratch him on the chin. Mm Mm-hmm. Or on the chest, or whatever his leg starts to shake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> roll and then for I'll say, it. And then I'll say, hey, let me roll for, <laughs> for, this, for a scratch button. For a sweet spot. <laughs> a sweet spot. Uh, what do you tell me to do? Uh, run back and grab the group. Okay. Zeph, you run out? Yeah. Oh, all right, so you guys are there for maybe about 10 minutes, and then you see Zeph come bounding out. Uh, tail wagon. He is a happy looking dog too. Tail wagon comes up he's, to you guys he's and the happiest he's ever been. Um, telepathically tells any and all of them. Okay. Um, he told me to come get you guys. There's a bunch of dwarves up there. I'd like to get up also and it's like a to the uh, way station or something. Kind of the the entrance area. I'm just kind of wave my hands so that it can. Yeah, see uh, it's standing in the door frame. You can see as Zeph has explained to you. As you can see, Thogren is waving you guys at the. Is Thogren the, the, the big bad. Have we just fallen into a oh, trap? Oh, sweet yeah. guys, guys, you, uh, they're welcoming. You know, Glyph kind of just tries to like. He just looks at Zeph, dog Zeph, and he's like. <laughs> Hey, which is no. Tell him no. Come on, guys. Get over here. They got food. Oh, they got food. No, and I grab Lucius. What? What part of we're not supposed to be here? This isn't clicking. I don't don't know what they said, but he had a long conversation and he told me to come get you. How about we send the message back with you so you can tell Fulgrim? I don't understand what the problem is. Well, the problem is we're still on the side that we're not but supposed Thor, to but be But Thorgren says it's okay to be here, hey, and it's okay to be here. Quick point of contention. I wasn't there for the conversation, but did Thorgren specify that He's you got us to come in. a lion, a human, a kind of human, uh, a dragonborn, Wait, and a lizard folk, human? and, you know, a hey, skinky little, you know. I'm a guy. We're human. I mean, so at, this, at this point, they've taken so long to for me. This is a few minutes. This is a few minutes. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just walk over there and I'm basically, like, I'm gonna. Go, my dog. I'm not sure where he is. I'm gonna go over there. And oh, no I'm worries, mate. Right. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll be right back. All right. I'll. I'm. I'll be. I'm right back. We'll be here. My dog's so I'm, just, so I'm, just gonna, so I'm just gonna go walk towards them. Sure. You can head back like, to them. <laughs> As they're having this intense conversation, you can head back there. 
That's the sound grouse make. Zeph does not hump a grouse. <laughs> <laughs> that was saying that he does. I'm just saying Zeph does not hump a grouse. That's, that's, it's too long. So, um, so check his pants. Do I get back to him? Yeah. So that seemed very welcome. However, I may have uh, uh, misspoke and the invitation that they may not know that you aren't dwarves. So okay. it might not necessarily be the greatest idea. Hey, after, let's uh, after just leave town. Let's oh. go. <laughs> Can we just leave then? Can we just go? If, if you're if you're all wanting to leave, that's fine. Are you staying or what? We'll just no. go ask him if not dwarves are welcome. Because then they sit at a hunting party and we've got to kill a bunch of dwarves. I don't like killing people. At this that's point, can we stop fine. doing that? If y'all want to leave, we can leave. I mean, I want some... dinner. It smelled amazing. I feel nothing when, it, when I think about food, and this scares me. Here's the thing, though. I was sitting at the table, I and I at least got you this, and I pulled out some biscuits that were just sitting on the table and brought him some biscuits. TBD <laughs> grabs one right away. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's now good you to find out in your draconian form if you still like carbs or if you're a carnivore. Yeah, your taste buds are different. Carbivore? Carbivore. Still eating carbs. This doesn't taste sinewy at all. Like lithium batteries now. With <laughs> <laughs> lithium taste. Alright, so do you want to go or do you want to chill with it may, it may not go great if we go back there. I'm not, wi- so I'm not willing it's, to, it's to, to stick my neck out. Uh, if we're not welcome here, I'm not willing to be apprehended by anybody. I just want to make tracks. Back to where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, and Lucius had a point. I mean, I don't really want to hurt, much less kill anybody that doesn't really deserve it. I'll catch up to you. Well, here's the thing about dwarves. Your problem. Here's the thing about dwarves. Dwarves don't kill other dwarves. Are you sure about that? Okay, yeah, that's fine, but we're not dwarves, so they definitely could kill us. They don't know that. I'm they, sorry. I don't we don't know prefer why I to kill. That. I mean, we'll beat the crap out of each other, but we're not trying. You guys don't have, like, wars and stuff between your people and stuff? We do. So it's just like so, a punch wall. <laughs> Not to kill a war? So, like... Not like the normal type of war? Yeah, like what? <laughs> I swear... Okay. Anyways, continue. Continue with your point. It, it kind of just depends on the circumstance, but... <clears throat> for the most part, dwarves don't generally try to kill other dwarves unless it's absolutely necessary. It's because they don't have dwarf women, so you know there's a finite amount of dwarfs mm. ever in existence. I, I, think, I think we've met think a couple a dwarf myth. women. I think, I think it's hard to tell them it's apart. Hard, it's hard to tell. I think you think that women got beats too. Yeah. yeah, they do. I think that's a they very were, problematic, were, well. problematic rumor that you're spreading right there. I'm not spreading it, mate. Hey, listen. I just heard it now. I'm te- some oh, shit, stereotypes exist for a reason. I'm just saying, there's a little bit of truth. Ken, with your draw, you cannot be saying that. <laughs> Hey, y'all, hear me out. All right. I'm saying dwarves are stupid. I, I'm just saying that there's a little bit. It's based on fact. It's based on facts. That's what you sound like. Right? Yeah, 100%. Well, all you're saying is they all look the same to you. And, that, and that's a God's honest truth. All right. Well, then, wow. then, then let's just then let's just hustle back towards the the border. Then is Kenneth the BBEG this campaign? I don't know. No, no I am. I'm no always the BBEG. <laughs> Kelvin just know. wants us to choose one. I don't want to go. I don't yeah, either. Let's say leave we do not go in. 
his biscuits were. Really do here's here's the thing. I could also go back so I didn't find you all, and then I can try to ask some more questions about what they're doing there. If that's something we even care about, I don't care about that. I think we just need directions at this point. Fair enough. Ooh, directions are good. And more biscuits. Maybe you could ask... <gasps> more biscuits. Because the opposite way of the border is uh, the Umber Hills, correct? Or so? That's correct. You could ask where the umber, which direction the Umber Hills are, and then we go in the opposite direction to nice. get to the border. Yeah. All right. Mm. Thank you, Thogren. I appreciate you. I'll do that. Okay. We're loving that. You walk back to the fort. Yes, I'm going with them. I guess I guess I got lost. I'm not sure where they are. And then whatever. That's a damn. That's a damn shame. I was stopping to meet them. Here's the thing. I've I've been trying to get back towards the Umber Hills, and I seem to have gotten a little bit turned around. Oh, that can happen in these woods. What? Yeah. What direction would I need to go if I was trying to get back to the Umber Hills? Oh, you just head you head east for a while, and he kind of points in a direction. He's like that way, couple days, probably a week or so travel. All right, a little more, but yeah, right. that's what you, that's what I would suggest. Fair enough. What are you guys mining here? Just mining to mine? Are you just no? That's more. Of, that's more the cap- that's more the captain's like area purview of like expertise. I'm just a soldier. I'm, I'm here to, to protect. But we got delvers here. We got uh, surveys here. We got all kinds of dwarves here. Uh, we've been just, you know gathering numbers for you know several months, almost a year. Excuse me, almost a year actually. That, that stew went down. Um, but yeah, really, our, our captain is the one that's kind of in charge and like making us, you know, do stuff and like go out and scout and collect and do all kinds of things. We, I mean, we we've delved into some cave systems. We've we've uh, we've scoured the land. We've pulled resources and all all kinds of stuff. I guess we kind of set up like a little like outpost here, maybe like a like a way station. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. All right, all um, right. Um, that captain that you were talking about. Was that the one you were mentioning before? Yeah, he's the one that's in. Uh, he, he's headed. He was headed back to the the, the capital. Last last I last I was told, but more rumor than anything. I'll, I'll talk to him. All right. Where where is is like there a nearby table with people eating at it? Yes. Okay, he's gonna go to the nearest one. Is it within thirty feet of this conversation? Yes. Okay, cool. He's gonna be real cute, cute little puppy dog, and do some begging. Oh, to get some. Food. Make a persuasion check with advantage. Yes. You got this. Natural one. You don't got this. Uh, persuade. <laughs> Thanks. Fifteen. Fifteen. Oh, is that not the cutest dog say? Yeah. You are just inundated with uh, treats and bones yeah. and hunks of as whatever you can. As he's got a particularly scrumptious, juicy piece of meat in his mouth, just like, you know, cartoon, like... Like the raw steak hanging out the side, just mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um. he's just gonna kind of like dead eye stare at the side of the head of the guy he's talking to, mm-hmm. and, and the guy's gonna hear in his head, "How do you feel about non-dwarfy type people?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's just still, <laughs> yeah. And when I grew up, I was. You say something. Did I, I say something? Yeah, did you say something? No. Someone just asked me a question. No. <laughs> no. Well, it must be something I thought in my head. He's going to say it reason. again. There yeah, it was again. Did you not hear that? Someone was asking me how I felt about non-dwarf individuals. In common, no uh-huh. I heard that too. I'm not sure where it came from. It sounded like they said, how do you feel about 
non-dwarf people. Someone just someone just shouting. Who has another dwarf? Like what that. dwarf has another dwarf? That. Out of curiosity, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Me? Oh, okay. I don't think any of us care. We actually got some orcs that work for us here in the the fort. They they usually go. They work the night shift, so they work. You know, they usually are bed early and early to rise. But no, we've got like non dwarves here. Do you think we don't like non dwarf people? No. I, I, again, that wasn't my voice. Yeah, Somebody else said that. Saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. Crazy. The things you hear in the forest. No. Right? Am I, I right? Mean, uh, yeah, it's some crazy <laughs> stuff. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. No, look, I mean, I'm, I'm down. Like any of the, like any of the men down here would mind a non-dwarf. Like I say, we got orcs that work with us. We got a couple of. We had an elf that came by not not a, a couple of months ago. He was selling stuff through the through the woods here. Never seen an elf in my life before. Uh, he said he was really really far from home, which is probably true because you know I don't think elves live anywhere near here. Uh, but yeah, we're, I mean everyone's entitled to you know journey through this world and yeah, as long as they're not from the you know the Brasslands is kind of like the sketchy thing. But like I guess our captain was talking about how like we're we're trying to like shake the bonds of like these you know age old like traditions that you know aren't really affecting us anymore because I guess he said like we could benefit from the union and all kinds of all kinds of great stuff alright uh, I mean it, 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 you ever seen one of them the lizard folks they're not the, we all lizard have you they're, not, they're have you not apparently been, they're great workers have you never been north I, you, I mean it's been a, it's been quite a while north, north of the hills there's like there's like tribes of them out there that's great that's yeah. great I've never seen oh, any myself, but I've heard stories about him. My dad was like, he, he I guess he will, will like went on an excursion and like ran into a bunch of them. They're pretty cool. Way smarter than you think they would be. What? I <laughs> wish you I wish you like oh. like top tier like intelligent. Like no like a, like super like people who like, they mean like so read, well. Like people who like read books all their lives, like smart. Like 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 librarian smart. Man, this guy's incidentally intolerant. It's not even intentional. <laughs> you know what? He's working on it. He's, yeah, he's growing. He's growing. They're, they're nerds, but he likes them. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff right. in a locker, well, but they're good to have around. Hey, they're way less stupid than they are. I appreciate, never I, date I, I appreciate them, all the kindness. Would you perhaps mind if I took a little bit of food for the road as a as yeah, a take what my... you need. I don't, I don't think there's any problem with it. All right. Yeah, get what you need. Just grab my food and say enough well, food for I, eight I, people. For I, the I, I, <laughs> I kind of I, I load up the dog a little bit. Sure. Kind of strap it in. Um, I was like, all right. Well, I appreciate the kindness, hmm. lad, and I'll, I'll be on my way. Nice meeting you, Thorgrim. <laughs> uh, you you have effectively been. Uh, so let me ask this question: Are you just eating whatever they give you, Jace? Okay, because the dwarves are going to try and get you drunk. Jace. Uh, so I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Yeah. As the dwarves <laughs> are also, liquor. No they're idea. like, they're like, let's give him some ale and see what he does. Uh, so, you know, all kinds of. Four. Four. Uh, you're, you're feeling a good buzz, man. Uh, you, you were yes. given a mug of something and it was good. Yes. Uh, and they're having a great time laughing about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he's absolutely stumbling under the weight of whatever has been strapped to him. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, go, just wa- pees on Fulgren's leg as he walks by. Yeah. Um, you, as you are, like, stumbling around, everyone's, like, you know, bidding you goodbye as Fulgren's gathering his food. Uh, with a four, uh, you pass out. 
Nice. What the no, fuck? no, think about that. Ooh. Wait, are you unconscious? I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. Uh, oh, oh. I, 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 can, can I see that he's, that he's starting to pass as out? As you're gathering food, you hear that. They're like, ah, and you turn around, and Zeph is passed out. <laughs> uh, you automatically so revert if you I, fall well, unconscious. I like to. Oh. <laughs> oh, crap. <Deep>. <laughs> this is unconscious. Um, as you fall unconscious, uh, he falls to the ground, and you hear laughing, and all of a sudden you hear. I look over. And I look you, over and I go, "Hey, remember that you like the lizard folk? Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, the smart book smart." Uh, there is a immediate like stop to everything as all these doors kind of turn on and now see a crystal dry, a draconian is now sprawled on the ground. You bastards! You got him drunk, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> when you beat the with my dog, it turns to a guy. Would we would we assume that because the the hit points always revert and mm-hmm. and things that are affecting mm-hmm. you in beast form they mm-hmm. go away? So mm-hmm. he he passes out as a dog, and then instantly wakes up as a fully fine Zeph. I like the way you think, but this is not. You didn't lose your hit points. You just got drunk. Okay. Uh, so you're still dog. I mean, you're still okay. drunk. Yeah. Uh, you're just you. I would say you're you're uh, you'll probably come out of it here pretty quickly because your uh, your tolerance is probably a little more increased now that you're back in your than a form. dog with his uh, tiny little yeah, liver than a dog would be. But you're still like <laughs> mumbling like in your sleep kind of stuff right now. Uh, as all the dwarves kind of stare for a minute and go, "Well, yeah, dog, just a moment ago." What the crap? Which one of you is a wizard and turned my dog into a lizard? <laughs> Which one of you is a wizard uh, and turned my decep- dog into a lizard? To make a deception check That's for incredible. me. That's incredible. It's a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> no, it's way better than that. The lizard turned my wizard. Ooh, wizard turned lizard? Ten. Ten. Wizzy the Lizzy. Grouse in the house. There's a couple people who go on and we go, we go wizard around And that's a few of them do that, but most... Everyone is very, very quiet. And they're all just kind of like real quiet for a second. And then you, as there's like mumbling beating to spread around, you hear a voice of somebody else who's like, Who are you all staring at? You've never seen a Draconian before? And they all kind of spin around and you hear them just like, Oh, they all like cheer and like clap. And you can see stepping through the door, there looks to be about eight doors that have now stepped into uh, the uh, the frame of the door. You guys saw them walking through mm-hmm. uh, as you guys were in hiding. Uh, but stepping through the frame, you can see is about eight doors all kind of dressed in like travel gear. And one who's got long silver braids all tied up in brass kind of uh, ties going all the way down his back. Giant uh, silver beard. Who stands there with uh, looks to be an old war pick turned kind of like walking staff, um, and most people are like you know hey, and cheer as he walks in, um, and you see him kind of nod to everybody and uh, Lenny runs over he's like come we have a visitor and he brought a, a dragon dog I don't I don't know what's going <laughs> it's a dra- on it, it's a dragon dog that's <laughs> not exactly what it is uh, at this point <laughs> Zeph kind of rolls over and like sits up uh, you are now awake. Shut the, shut the crap uh, up. It's at start this point. Ba- start barking. Don't say a, a word. Start barking. It's at this point. <laughs> the, the, the gray dwarf walks over and like looks My dragon dog. Nice to meet you. Uh, reaches out mm-hmm. a hand to you. He's like, looks like he had a little bit too much of the ale, my friend. And he reaches down and holds out a hand to you. All right. He takes it. Picks it up. Shocking. Oh, thank what be, you. What be your name? Oh, me. 
I'm Zeph. Yeah. Nice to meet you, yeah. Pleasure to meet you. You can call me Captain. Alright, that's, that's alright, Captain. Uh, you're not from Silver here, are beard. you? You're not from here, are you? No. I mean, kind of. Nearby. Wait, were you gestated here so therefore uh, you're a uh, citizen? <laughs> from Vic Ferran. Vic Ferran? Uh, yes, oh, that is quite a place. Yeah. I haven't been to Vic Ferran in many years. Not many dwarves have. Oh, they all, like, it's they not all, worth visiting, really. They anymore. all uh, mumble their agreement. And Lenny at this point is like, and he got Fulgren with him. And Captain Gant turns and looks at you. Fulgren? I've heard that name before. Have you? Well? Uh, many years ago. It was probably your, your father, Fulgren III. No relation. <laughs> Your father, Thulgrim the Third, no relation. <laughs> yes, my name is Middleman. Did you meet my father? Yeah, you could say I've met your father before. He's a hell of a, hell of a dwarf. Did uh, you relate it to him? <laughs> I'm, I'm related yes. to him. <laughs> what did you say your first name was, Captain? Well, I didn't say. You should call me Captain. Everyone calls me Captain around here, and everyone dies. Ah, Captain. They're all cheering for him. Um, I love that guy. Well, please, we're being rude. We have, we have guests here. Bring them food and bring the mail. We've, I can't. Our fort is yours, Captain. Um, we have a larger party that they were kind of uh, afraid to come in. They weren't certain how you felt about non-dwarfies. <laughs> if you've been anywhere else, you would have been kicked out immediately. But here at the at Fort Hanover, Hanover, we're we're more accepting of those not of the dwarven blood. We're a bit of a mercy mission, you might say. But I'm travel on. You must be hungry, tired from all your travels. Please invite your friends. So, are you accepting or affirming? <laughs> Why? Is this a drug kill movie? I'm so sorry. I, I, I didn't mean that. Um, I believe I'm inclusive to anyone entitled to whatever they. Cool. Want to be? You're like the really cool ones. Right, but as cool as you probably could say. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I've bashed a few heads in for people who look at me crosswise, but for the most part here, at all right. I'll room. go back and get them. If I come out looking like this, with no one chasing behind me trying to kill me, I think they'll understand. Of course, of course. We're more than happy to have travelers here. <laughs> Back on as he like starts like limping like into the crowd and everyone like cheers. Someone hands him a, a mug of ale as he start and his com- his companions begin to uh, mingle into the crowd um, as you two are kind of standing there now, just kind of shocked and like watching this individual walk away. I'm not shocked. Turn and go get my friends. Okay. As you- that's happening, I'm gonna kind of follow the captain. Oh, what are you smirking uh, about? Sorry. <laughs> so, for it's Fort Hanama. But with his accent, it sounded like he said Fort Enema. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. 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 Okay. Certified rice moment. Okay, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's fine. What are you, level two? Oh, nice. Not that trying to good. force my way into Fort Enema. Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes it just happens. Some, I'm going to follow uh, the captain a little bit and sure. a little more and just ask him. So... Tell me a little bit more about your your um, knowings of my, my father. 
I haven't heard many uh, stories about him. What stories do you have of him? Uh, no many at hell. I'm I've only known as you're going to get the as you as yep. you're going to get his friends. I will say before we get to you. Um, so you guys, I'm assuming yes. you follow Zeph. Excitedly, yes. Biscuit time. Oh, oh, Zeph. Actually, no, dang it, he's not a dog anymore. Oh, what happened to all the biscuits he was hoarding in his mouth? Oh no! Straight to your thighs. Oh. Okay. Cool. It looks great. Like they fell. You guys, you guys all follow <laughs> yes. into the thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sure, yeah. Reluctantly. Oh, oh, Jeez, as you guys make your way back in, uh, you're immediately uh, you see Letty who like meets up with you is like, oh, you thought just said he had friends. I didn't expect so many interesting individuals. Well, come on in, come on in. And he kind of brings you guys to a table. There's a space cleared. It is. There's definitely that awkward air of like, you guys are definitely not a part of this. But it seems like there's a, a majority of individuals who who seem to be accommodating. Uh, some of them do come down and, and speak some like uh, pretty stumbling common to you guys uh, to like you know to broach conversation. And uh, yeah, it seems like for the most part they bring you food, they bring you Perception bread, they bring you. Check. Yeah, make I'm looking for a taser face in the group. Yeah, go for it. Taser face. Uh, That's eighteen. Eighteen. You only find a taser. You, you see a couple, uh, there are definitely some tables where they like look over their shoulders and like have discussions about you, but there's not a hostility. There's definitely just a weird like, I guess Captain said it was okay, so might as well just let him do the No thing. one's like, like, oh, Captain's got to quit letting the talls in. No, okay. no, no, no. no there <laughs> definitely is a healthy respect for like what, the, there it, seems to be immediately be a like just. being an American in Japan where you're definitely different, but very well respected. That is, that's a great I example of it. Like they definitely are trying to be respectful of you guys nice. while nice. obviously, you know, you are different from them. Um, but uh, <clears> not too far away from you guys, you hear Thulgren having a conversation with Captain, um, well, you understand it. The rest of you just hear dwarvish. Uh, he's, he's like, I've met your father in passing a few times, but uh, for the most part, he's a hell of a dwarf. A name dwarf, actually. A king's old. Uh, no many of those, and uh, very proud to have known him and during his times. So if, if, if you were hanging out with him, what, 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 what are you a name dwarf to? Hey, no, <laughs> no, no, not a name, not a name, Dwarf. Uh, mostly just uh, an old dwarf at this point, just trying to make make our lives better by just expanding uh, uh, beyond the walls of our, of our beloved city. All right. Well, I mean, I, it's I don't usually see a bunch of you guys out here. What, like, what brought you out here? Yeah, mostly it was uh, it was a design of uh, a happenstance actually. I, I started out as a member of the scouting party, just heading out through the forest. You know, uh, we do sometimes just to keep tabs on my lands and everything beyond. And uh, uh, one day we got hunkered down here when the the winter got bad, and uh, we built this up to keep ourselves alive through winter. And, yeah, kind of stuck, and next thing you know, other traveling dwarves come through, bands of uh, individuals, and one after the other, a few stayed, and then more and more, and well, now look at us, we're, we're a right old family here, and you hear nods and, like, hoops and, like, you know, slaps on the shoulders of, like, agreement. Um, but, uh, he's like, ah, as he's drinking, and obviously everyone's throwing out drinks and having a great time, uh, Captain continues, and oh, no, that I'm not, uh, uh, conventional dwarf in the sense of, you know, stay by the mountain, safe, safe, and all that. But, uh, 
you know, I like it here. I think it's, this fort has potential to, you know, show the king that we we could be more than just mountain dwarfs. All right, all right. Well, I, I really do appreciate all the uh, the kindness you've shown. Wrong, um, wrong. I'm gonna run along over here to my my lads and. Uh, you do that. Uh, Lenny will uh, find a place for you guys to bunk tonight. Uh, don't worry about it. You can stay as long as you need. All right. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yeah. I think uh, Lucius is going off trying, like, just like some a group of people is, like, interested in him, and he goes over and is, like, speaking a very broken conversation with. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, hey, guys, you guys want to see a cool party trick? You see a bunch of dwarves are like very much into their mugs, and just uh, they all look up like up at you, and they're all talking about how tall you are, and like you know they're but yeah you they're like trick yeah trick yeah trick trick. Lucius is like, all right, whoever gets scared owes me fifty gold, a gold. If I can spook you. Make a persuasion check. Oh, I'm so good at persuasion. 17. 17. These dwarves all laugh and they begin to like point out what dwarves they think will get scared first. And they're mm-hmm. just, I will get scared. All right, I'll go for it, man. Yeah, you see, you Calvin see core, uh, coins <laughs> being slapped down. You, man. Slapping points down. funny as bets are being, uh, now being made uh, as they are Can waiting expectantly for your trick. Lucia's like, okay, ready? Like, I kind of try to count down with them. Like, everyone's counting down with me. Like, three, two, and then, like, Lucia falls down, like, completely dead on the ground. Okay. And then does the creepy shit where, like, his bike cracks and then forms the dreads. <laughs> Make a performance check with advantage. Whoa. No, no, intimidation with advantage. Intimidation with advantage? Okay. Oh, hustle that these guys. I want to do it next. Them dreading. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, 13 plus 8, 21. <laughs> uh, you scare about six or seven of these dwarves, immediately falling off their, their benches, spilling food, spilling drink, getting all in their beards, their faces, laughs, peals of laughter begin to erupt from the table as uh, bets are collected and uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. slaps are made. People are hoisted back up. Uh, you, your... Uh, Lower back is being like smacked uh, many, many times by these dwarves. Obviously, like trying to like show like respect and appreciation, yes. but it is definitely given your height. It's more like almost like butt slaps, like good game smacks. Yeah, uh, because again, they're short and you're tall, so it's not really. Your quarter doesn't really have room. much of a Lucious, butt, Lucious. so it's just all like it's all back. Yes, yeah, it's all, like- it's all back. <laughs> Yeah, Lucius, that Lucius um, is you all get, you bad. Get eight, uh, <laughs> yes! Uh, slap yes! You get eight gold coins from that bat there. Yes! Um, You're not poor. Uh, as the rest I'm of you poor. are uh, having your food and just kind of sitting around at your table, you begin to notice that the uh, the spirit of the the fort begins to lift. People are getting drunk, having great times. You can begin to see that there's even like... Um, there's looks to be like games are being broken out. There seems to be like dice and cards being strewn across tables. Uh, it seems to be small wrestling matches and feats of strength being uh, taking place now. Mm-hmm. Whereas people are starting to like uh, uh, move aside uh, to where the dinner has definitely wind down, but the drinking has just begun. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to mingle with the crowd, you're more than welcome to. So is Adamia getting drunk? <laughs> is Aramir getting drunk? I would probably. 
taste. Some Does Aramir get drunk? Yeah, you can drink if you want. I have a high concentration. Probably only drinks rum. I would say you, if you want to be drinking, that's fine. But you're not like you're you're keeping tabs on it. Yeah, I'm yeah. buzzed oh, yeah, just yeah, enough that I walk up to Aramir and go, oh, "Prede kede, prede kede," and kind of scratch his chin. Pushing him slightly away with the mall. As you push him away, you hear about four or five other individuals on a table about five feet away. You go, "Prede kede," they all waste their mugs. Oh wow. <laughs> the man that fights with blood, the pretty kitty. I love that. I love that he has his maul out in like at a dinner party, Wait. and he just have it in his hand to push him away. It's a dwarven dinner party. We've got hammers. There and are literally all weapons place. like embedded in. Ch- in it's things. really There insane. is nothing. People are playing like really wow. shitty like dwarven like, darts, which is just throwing somebody, axes. Somebody's trying to play the game where you stab a uh, blade between your fingers, but it's just the axe. Can I propose a group activity? You're gonna find hammers and axes right on the table, just like So I want to make up a a game. It's like it's like bobbing for apples, but instead of water, it's ale. Oh god. Okay. No. Yeah, you could definitely play. Then what are you bobbing I have game funders that are collecting the ale. I just want to. I just want to see who can collect. I mean, he's got games prepared. You got games? I, I you got, got games, games if you guys want to play games. Uh, like, so, she out a board game. I would like pothole to, like, uh, or if there's like an arm wrestling, I would like to register pothole. Sure. Like, uh, just one Hell second. Yeah. Uh, he only, his thing is, uh, he's got to get his confidence up, and I pull out the spyglass real quick, and I enlarge him. He's six feet tall uh, inside of it. And there's definitely a draw to Pothole. And you can see uh, <laughs> dwarves kind of live in the weird middle ground between uh, magic and... Uh, Might. Uh, Mayhem. Uh, magic, magic and uh, artifice uh, design technologies. So there are definitely, you can see there are individuals that have uh, what looks to be blunderbuss strapped to their uh, strapped to their. Oh, bags. I'm not playing games. I'm playing and screw that. There seem to be like there are individuals wearing like uh, armors and like equipments that look like a don't look magical, but definitely seem to be imbued with things. Um, so they do live kind of in a world of in between. So yeah, you're you're uh, you're. Pothole is definitely drawing a lot of attention, but also Your a lot of like is drawing a lot of attention. Uh, Whoa! Uh, definitely, definitely seems like a lot of respect for your for whatever you did. Um, but yeah, it's they they think he's they think he's super cool. So yeah. Okay, right on. Yep. So he just does it. Does a little contest of strength, you know, sure. off on his own. I just tell him like, hey, mate. You can cut loose, whatever. Don't keep. And I unlock the the. <gasps> Oh no! This, this is the origin of the expression popping the top. That's <laughs> yeah, like. I thought, I, thought, I, wait, I thought that, that were originated in Mardi Gras. No, no, mm. different kind of top. Oh. It's like pop, pop the top, and you, and you get some beads. <laughs> uh. You just give him free range? More or less. Okay. I mean, he's huge, so I can see him. By the end of the night, he will retrieve uh, 28 gold pieces for you. Oh and my gosh, they treat him like a wishing well? Uh, <laughs> some of it is in his tank. Uh, others, he wins from his uh, he wins from his uh, arm wrestling contest because he is uh, he gets pretty sauced and just has a great time. And just all kinds of stuff. But yeah, there's definitely a couple of silver pieces that were tossed into his uh, wishing well of a, of a tank. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, he brings you, 20, he gets you 28 gold pieces by the end of the night. So. Yeah, I have that. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay, so anybody else doing any? Want to have some fun while you're out here? Lucius? While this is going on. Mm-hmm. Sorry, bro. You go, you go. 
TBD thinking that he looks older now, mm-hmm. at never having had alcohol before, <laughs> kind of wants to try it. Presents his fake yeah. ID. <laughs> his fake ID is so, oh, so, easily brought yeah. to you. Make a constitution saving throw. He is a fake ID. Oh. I am too. You know what culture you drink when you're like two, right? Oh, that's not good. That's, uh... Oh, it's a seven. Okay. He drinks it, he's like, oh. he's, like, he's like, this ain't shit. So, uh, so, ten. So I figured TV. A ten? Yeah. You can okay. dance so really you well right now. Up. Oh, no, he's right. a white girl. So you drink, and it definitely tastes funny. It does not taste like... Mountain Dew. Droplets. It definitely tastes weird. I imagine um, he goes up to the, the bartender. He's like, um... Good sir, can I have your uh, e- easiest alcohol? Red's apple. Uh, yeah, so you you were provided with a ba- pretty pretty generic ale that they have here. Um, but yeah, you drink it and don't throw up. It's not that bad. Uh, but it definitely feels weird. I mean, you can keep drinking if you want, but yeah. Do they offer him the worm? No. The worm? Uh, That's I, not in beer. It, this is, yeah, this is it definitely <laughs> just a, pretty much a, a straight <laughs> ale that they're serving around here. Um, <laughs> you got to drink a lot of it to be really drunk, but you've never had it before, so it's not, I don't know, you're not sure what it's doing. Maybe just, like 4% ABV, yeah. you know? Um, I feel like I need to keep trying it to get used to it. Sure. So keep drinking. You can keep drinking. <laughs> we'll get back to it. We'll, uh, actually, make, make another costume steam throw at disadvantage this time for me. Okay. Well... How do you get better at drinking without practice? Six. Six. There it is. Uh, so you still don't throw up because you were above a five. Um, <laughs> but after <clears throat> after about an hour, you're feeling really good. After about the eighth mug of uh, ale, ale that they gave you, you're starting to feel <laughs> real good, dude. Flat earth um, so you, you might, uh, depending on what your actions are later down the road, this might uh, have some effects on you. You might be. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, anybody else want to do anything while you guys are hanging out here? Have a good time. Oh, sure. oh, you, you go, you go. Okay, I was like, I was. Why not join in whatever sure. games they have available? There's several. There's card games that are being played. There's dice games being played, and there looks to be like uh, looks to be like some like either axe throwing or hammer throwing. Good games. Games. <laughs> Basically, they're just literally throwing weapons at the wall, seeing what sticks. And there looks to be a tin cup that was hung on the wall. They're trying to hit that. Basically, start oh, practice. Oh, oh. Join um, in on that. Sure. Uh, go ahead. You want you want to you pick up one of the axes that they have kind of buried. It. There's like twelve axes just buried in the ground. People threw them down. So, uh, so you can pick one up and give it a throw if you want. Sure. What do I have? Uh, are you proficient in sim- simple weapons? Uh, he has to be. He's a blood yes. hunter. Yes, yeah. Sure. Then go ahead and add your proficiency and make a dexterity check as you throw this. Uh, Send it. All right. So I have a plus two. Yeah. Uh, oh, nice. nineteen. 19. We're gonna nice. roll a couple of people to see what they do. Good job. Uh, so the first uh, first guy throws it, and it uh, it hits right next to it. Doesn't, doesn't impact, and you know, shouts of dismay and frustration. Another guy hits it and spins it, so it hits it, and the nails as it hits catches the side of it, uh, and then a group, you know, uh, shouts and like jeers and stuff like that. You throw it. And hit it just a bit more solidly, kind of denting one of the tops of it. Uh, and there's a little bit of like a discussion that you don't know what's going on. But at the end, there seems to be lots of like claps of like respect. Uh, and they hand you the axe that you hit, uh, which is just an axe. Uh, <laughs> but they also give you uh, about eight gold pieces. Nice. There seemed to be there was a little we bit of a bet going on there. So. Yo, that's pretty decent. Uh, anybody else want to do anything? Yeah, I'm just mess- I'm talking to the guys that have uh, okay. firearms of any kind. Yeah. And it's a couple hours. I'll probably 
look over their stuff and sure. see. It's like very, very simple improvements. Assum- assuming there are simple improvements to be made. hundred percent you can. Yeah, their their design and their form is definitely very different than what you have created. Uh, but you could probably pull a few ideas and concepts from them. Um, I would say if you would like to, you can add a in, you can add a advantage roll to whatever tinkering uh, with firearms you make in the future. Nice. Yes. That's actually awesome. That's sick. Yeah. Take that. Uh, am I able to help them with anything? Uh, they uh, don't, I, I mean, there just seems to be a lot of showing off of, like, their stuff, so, I mean, if you oh, want to yeah. offer advice, you can, but it's just, you know, it's just kind of a, you know, it's, it's definitely a, uh, uh, when guys talk about guns, it's like, oh, I have this gun, and it does this, this, and this, and it's like, well, I have mine, and it does this, this, uh, and this, yeah. so, you know, it's just kind of bragging. I'll probably stuff. just listen, then. Yeah. Yeah, they, if they've got a lot to talk about, I'll probably just sit and yeah. listen. Yeah, well, yeah, doors of guns, what, what, what couldn't go wrong? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> all right, so, anyone else want to do any other games well, or activities? I think, uh, Lucius is gonna try to do like a apple bobbing thing with a lot thing that's really funny to me apple bobbing oh, uh, pothole grab your ankles bobbing. okay um, i don't know i don't know how this <coughs> works so i think that would be a let's do a um ooh, this would be a acrobatics Acrobatics, okay. Uh, to bob for ale. Okay, it makes sense. So, the con save. <laughs> so, a, a reason that I wanted to try this because I want to have an in-game uh, discovery of that Lucius doesn't need to breathe. Oh, okay. <laughs> because uh, he's level seven, doesn't need to breathe anymore. So, as everyone begins to bob, a couple people let's go ahead and make some rolls and see what happens here. So, uh, one dwarf dives in and. Uh, one dwarf dives in, pulls out a couple apples, you know, to shouts and cheers. Uh, mm-hmm. Another dwarf stumbles over, uh, begins to like drink, like dunk yeah. and drink. And when they explain to him what's going on, he's like, "Oh, oh that all is," and drops his head in. And after about forty-five seconds, they have to yank him out because oh. he passed out inside of it. Like a uh, from do what? Uh, is he falling like a brownie from Willow? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so he face plants into it and then doesn't come up, and so they have to yank him out, and they're just like smacking him all these. He's, he was he is passed out. Yeah, um, that's really. And cool. so it is your turn. So you yeah. dive in to begin to go for stuff. Yeah. And you're down there for a few seconds, and then there's a moment where you feel like people tug on me. There's a moment where you feel like you do need to come up because you're holding your breath. And then as you continue to go, you realize that you're. Continue to hold your breath. There's no burning of the lungs. There's no, like, there's no need to inhale or exhale. And you kind of stop as you're bobbing your head in the water for a while and just kind of, <laughs> just kind of sit there for a second. Yeah. And after a few seconds, you feel like people reach for you and pull you up. Lucius, Lucius, like, put his hand back and like thumbs up. Oh. Uh, <laughs> The hands stop. Yeah. Slowly let go. I've been in there for like a minute and a half. Like, like not for more than a minute. It's getting close to 60 <clears throat> seconds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can bob for some apples and discover that you don't need to breathe. Yeah. I'll get a, a bunch of apples. Yeah, sure. Easy and, we'll get a and like, I'm like, I, I, get, I get a bunch of apples and I come out. I'm like, guys, I did it. And then like, as I say, I did it. Like a bunch of like ale just comes out from my nose and like from my yeah, nose. Like, gushes oh, out. Really? Um, if you didn't know I shouldn't be you're alive supposed right to like now. bring apples up and you're just chomping on them. <laughs> I got eight There's apples. a bunch of cores <laughs> floating in like the barrel. <laughs> I will say this, just yeah, for the sake good. of the storyline here. I need you to make an intimidation check for me. Intimidation check? Mm. Yep. Sounds like you got applesauce. Uh, 10. Nice. Wait, no, that's a seven. So it's a 15, right? Yeah, that's a seven. That's a seven. 15. Okay. 
Uh, I rolled a 16. So they're not scared of you. That's okay. I don't want them Good. Yeah. Yeah. They, they roll just high enough to, to like, not You're be. weird. They're like, Love this game. It soon devolves into seeing how long you can uh, drink without having to stop. So it's like drinking contest, but uh, like to see how long you can go before you have to set it down, and you don't have to because you don't have to breathe. Well, so. it doesn't end. No, I just fill up with 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 ale, and then so like I just like uh, throw, yeah, it's it's great. They're having a great time with that. Uh, so you're having a, a great. I think time I'm sloshed um, now. I think I, I think anybody <laughs> else who hasn't done anything want to do anything. Or we're we just gonna continue with the evening's festivities. No. I, I just imagine Kenneth cool. is probably just surveying, just sure. making sure, like, oh, we don't get too. Are you too, not? You're not drinking heavily. No, not at all. No, I'm watching TBD, making sure it's first time he doesn't get super hungover the notice? next day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. You're his a giant draconian around dwarves. His, uh, yes, his tail is starting to like know. just start like sway. Just like it's I imagine there's like now. four or five oh, moments boy. where Kenneth is almost like, oh, I better go. Like Lucius, oh, he's been in that barrel a second. And then he pops back up, and then TBD is like, oh, but hey, he looks Pottle like he's all right. stumbles in front of you at one point. Anything for you, sir. <laughs> no, Zeph's just, just taking it all in. He, did, he <laughs> is like noticing, like, are there any are there any animals in here? Any just beasts? Uh, yeah, there are definitely some dogs. Uh, a few dogs around here. A couple of, a couple of mountain goats tied into the stalls. Uh, but mostly dogs just kind of out and around here. Um, but nothing, nothing super crazy, so... Um, yeah, so I think he will, now that he's not in, like, an extreme circumstance, he, he will he, he will cast Speak With Animals. So, sure. uh, so what, it, what he does is he, you know, he just, like, he feels this sudden affinity mm-hmm. for animals that he's never felt before. Just, like, Yeah, you just look down one of the dogs and it looks yeah. up at you. Yeah, and he's just, like, wagging, so you hear like, hey, buddy. How you doing? And he just looks at you and all of a sudden you just feel this, like... You just feel this connection here. Hi there. Oh, yeah, you want some food, right? Yes, please. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I got you. Here, here's a little treaty. You hand it to him and you're like, oh, oh, oh. thank you, you are my best friend now. Yeah, okay, yeah, all right, it, that's great. It's, <laughs> I really appreciate the simplicity of a dog's love. <laughs> I'm going to lean on you now. He leans over his, <sighs> yeah, just there the, you are. He just pat, was, pats him on the chest, kind of oh like my gosh. hard that that hard thump where you hear oh, the, yeah, the, the, the barrel. Hard pat. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you hear, you hear another after a few minutes. You hear him go, "This is the greatest day of my life," <laughs> and he just leans against you. Yeah, most days are, aren't they? <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> that's great. Um, but yeah, so after uh, the festivities uh, go on for a while, it's about four hours in. You guys are uh, most people are having a great time. Flip my mic around because I just smack Wait. into it. Sorry about that. Um, Did we do this whole night. As a, you, you do this for you, you've been doing this for a while. The sun has set, the moon has risen. It's a beautiful night. That's very. It's clear. It's a little crisp. There's a little bit of a uh, uh, little bit of uh, frost on the air as you see your breath coming out. As everyone's having a great time, laughter, jokes, all kinds of stuff. People doing their things. Um, Fulgrin, are you? Are you getting into the festivities, or are you just having a good time? Like, are you getting, like, heavy into it? Not heavy into it. I've, I mean, I'm having some beers, but I'm pretty Yeah, so you're drinking, taste. you're having a good time. Yeah. You can hold your own. Yeah. Um, okay. It's more of, like, a um, I need somewhat you to make a, state, I need you make a perception bad. check for me. Um, but it's going to be a disadvantage, because you are in a, a large crowd of individuals, so. Perception check? Perception check, please, if you would. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Is it disadvantage? Yes. 
So, <laughs> so that is going to be a nine. Did no. you roll twice? Oh, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> nine. Oh, wait, yeah, nine. So. Nine? Okay. Um, <laughs> actually... Double this. Double this. No. Oh, I'm trying to you think, because I'm trying to like factor in some, some stuff here. Guidance. Well, I don't know if Lucius is uh, Lucius didn't guide him, so I don't think he's no, got that. No, he's still uh, with neck a nine. deep in a barrel. Oh, do we need Lucius to guide him? What? Well, Are you saying Zeph gives yes. him guidance? Zeph definitely doesn't. Only because Zeph has no idea what he's what what's going on. He's, that was a roller coaster. He's just lost in his little like dog petting. But would you assume that Zeph knows he gives guidance, or do you think maybe it's just No, if Zeph gives guidance, it's just like gonna be an accidental You got this. I have faith in you. I don't think Zeph will is, ever know that he actually Is that is that your guidance? Sure, he glances over. Yes. He this. I believe in you. And notices whatever. I uh, Drew has no idea what he's doing. The so just looking around. He seems okay. to be just kind of watching the crowd. So in this in this warm, like he's got the, yeah, dog. He's got the dog. He's just Straight feeling time. a lot of goodness, and he looks over at Thulgren and remembers when he was Thulgren's dog, <laughs> and just kind of sends sends a little little dash of heart song Thulgren's direction. Oh, dash of heart song. Ooh. Everything was dog. Uh, okay, so go ahead and add a D four to that and see what happens. <laughs> Draconians yeah. make food. They don't add love. This Thulgren, like he's never oh, yeah. felt heart song before. Like, just, what, what just, is that? No, just a warm feeling. All right. Not obvious. I've got a serious heart song right now. <laughs> yeah, so I hear 12. Which is what you needed. Yeah. Uh, as you uh, as you're sitting here, just kind of listening to the conversation going, you hear a law lo- uh, a large uh, not kerfuffle, but a large just like uh, peal of laughter. Uh, from one of the tables not too far away from you, and you hear uh, people talking, and you begin to hear a story be- being told. Like, it's in the middle, it's towards the end of the story, but you can begin to hear the words as obviously now, like, your attention's drawn to it now, you're just trying to listen into it. Um, and you hear the sound of, uh, it sounds like Captain's talking, he's, Hey, you should have seen the look on his face after we had the Naruk. <laughs> it was something else. He thought he would beat me, you see, and I... We knew I was about to be beaten, but that was when I had a trick up my sleeve, see? <laughs> I had a, and he takes another big uh, swig of his ale. I threw, I threw fucking sand in his eye, and it blinded him, and everyone was laughing, and it was all, they thought he had gone mad for a second, pawing at his face and his visor, not knowing what was happening. And that's when I sweep the legs, and I bashed his face, and everyone starts laughing. He's like, I'll tell you what. I've never seen a Thorgrid more pissed off when he lost to a no-name. And they all jeer and they slam their things down. And he's like, he'll think twice before dealing with Dempsey again. And people are just like, ah, and they slap his back. And that's when it clicks. The name Dempsey. The name of the one stain in your family's name. The name of the one dwarf who challenged your father to an Uruk, a duel of honor, cheated and won, bringing shame to the Thulgren name. And you realize the man standing before you is one and the same. As Thulgren is realizing this, 
there is a moment on the other side of the fort where sitting uh, outside of the firelight, looking out into the darkness of the forest, Armir sits, listening to the sounds of the party behind him. Armir. Mm. You hear the sounds of laughter behind you, of games being played, of uh, bets being won and lost. And the laughter triggers a memory. That memory comes to your mind fresh as if it was the day of. Of the weighted leather boots that cracked ribs and split skin. Of the large paws and talons that tore strips of flesh off your body and the peals of laughter from the tribesmen as they laughed at you, calling you weak and proving once and for all that you do not belong in the tribe. But the image is different now. Because now as you see this image from the perspective of you lying on the ground, blood leaking from your eyes, your nose, your ears, bones in agony from the repetitive beatings, the image is of the tribesmen laughing down at you. And behind them, on the gray day that it was, you see nothing but fog around this vision. And you see in that moment as they're laughing, pointing down at you, they begin to be shrouded by a large black shadow. They don't see it. How could they? It doesn't exist here. But the undying slowly begins to take shape above them, towering 30, 40 feet. Its long, tree-like horns stretching out in this weird ox-like twisted shape, its gangly form glistening black, the claws dragging almost to the ground. And the laughs continue, jovial, mocking. And then as they continue to go on and on and the, the punches and the kicks continue to go on and on, you watch as one singular claw, maybe eight feet in length from the undying, reaches down, and you hear a laugh turn into a gurgling shriek as the claw pierces through the back of the neck, the back of the head, and out the front of one. And it, as that corpse falls lifeless to the ground, the rest continue to laugh un aware, unknowing of the danger that looms behind them, of the undying vengeance that seeks them out. As Oromir watches this in his mind's eye, his body slowly follows suit, reaching down and grabbing them all in his fist, and begins to walk one step after another, quietly, silently, into the darkness. For just as he is undying, so is his vengeance. And that is truly what we will end tonight with Aramir and Will 
setting off into the unknown to return at some point to the darkness. As a parting gift to you, Will and Oromer, you may now have what's called the Nightwalker Mall. Freaking what? Oh, no, 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 no. Daywalker. Is this in? Uh, it is. A, yes, it is an item in. Uh, oh, yeah, you should be able to have that. Nightwalker Mall. Yes, Nightwalker Mall. Um, Can I become you, a Nightwalker? Oh, buddy, you don't want to. No. Hey, no, you they're don't. They're so cool, <laughs> No. Uh, if no, there's one don't. thing we know, is that the Night King is actually a punk. Well, bitch. that's the, yeah, that's, that's true. The, that's a whole that's, different that's thing. That's bad. Uh, but we'll continue with that. Uh, I do want to do one special, one more special. Like, uh, Will, thank you so much for being here for this entire thing. Anytime. We have had we have had a hell of a time <laughs> uh, with you here. Uh, we are going to miss you and Armor in our adventures, but we look forward to the next time you. Uh, bring him back into uh, our party. Indeed. Um, yes. So, specifically, Will, thank you so much for playing, uh, and thank you all for listening. We'll see you all next time. Good night, everybody! Bye, Will! Wild Magic School Bus. We hope you had a great time listening. We always have an incredible time making it for you. You can find new episodes each Monday on whatever podcasting platform you use. And if you're feeling extra philanthropic, you can leave us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to stay in the loop, we have socials. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WildMagicPod or on Reddit at r slash WildMagicSchoolBus. If you're enjoying this podcast, let us know by saying hello. We love making new friends. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Maybe we should do a shout out to Brandon at the end of this episode. Do whatever you want. Uh, he no. won't listen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brandon doesn't listen to this. That was me yeah. back Sorry, in high school. Uh, <laughs> I'm Judah Smith, and I'm joining the Wild Magic School Bus for a week. Yeah. Now, Brandon. I think you mean sure. I'm Erwin McManus. McManus. Yeah, that's the one. But he pronounces it McManus because he has to be unique. Dick Menace? What? <laughs> I'm <laughs> Erwin the Dick Menace. No. And, yeah, and, and in his case, he's like, did I do that? <laughs> I want a pirate now. That that's his name. Dickmanis. Erwin Dickmanis. Like, why are you? Oh God, that's why. But then He's have him say, "Did I do that?" But as a pirate, did I? As, I do an, as an Urkel pirate. Urkel. Did I do that? That was good. Did I do this? <laughs> and as he says it, he just takes his hook and just drags it down his face. Yes, that's what his parents. You, was. We have created the next the Joker. Ooh. I love it. Erwin Dickman. Why is he the Joker? <laughs> That's what it was on the last the film, Joker. right? The jo- you not- know they're making a sequel and it's going to be... Uh, I feel like the cool. only person who gets to call him Joker is the girl he's always hanging out with. Harley Quinn. Everyone else is like, the Joker. She calls him Mr. J. Mr. J, yes. I like to play D&D. Transferring to D&D in five... 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.